Lightner is a proud sponsor of the Kate Daly Show. Lionsgate Recovery. People in recovery, helping people find recovery. The show today is canceled due to human-caused global warming. Or is it uh, cooling now? Or is it both, warming and cooling? <clears throat> Whatever the government says, I believe them. The Kate Daly Show starts now. When people ask me, why are you so skeptical of what the medical establishment tells us? I say, because I've seen them react to a virus before. By 1987, CDC officials pretty much knew how HIV was spreading and who was in danger. But science can be arbitrary. And instead of being precise and focusing on who should be protected, we launched a fear campaign about how AIDS was going to explode into the heterosexual community. And the upshot of bad information was that in the late 1980s, low-risk Americans were swamping testing facilities and diverting our attention and energy away from the truly at-risk. 78% who've died or been hospitalized were overweight. If you're obese and unvaccinated or 85 and still crowd surfing at music festivals, doesn't it make more sense to focus on helping the vulnerable stay safe and let the rest of us go back to living normal lives? Hello, welcome to Kate Daly Show. How is everybody? I uh, I have so much information this this show. It's going to be crazy. I probably say that a lot, but it's true. It's very very true. Uh, in this in this first hour, I want to talk about um, some of the things they're spraying, and uh, I want to get your input. Eight 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 six seven three fourteen fifty. I also uh, will have Karen Morris a year without a grocery store. She's coming up in the next hour. And she's been on the show before. I played it on Rerun, and she's fantastic. So she has some new resources, some new things to talk about. And so I invited her on. And also some directed toward moms. And so, you know, she's going to be fantastic. And then in the last hour, I'll present some newer research I've done. And I can't wait to do that. That's going to be fun, too. So a lot of information on today's show. What can I say? Uh, Please go to katedallyradio.com and support this show by getting a collector's coin, please. Uh, I would be uh, very grateful to you for doing that. We've never done this uh, in 10 years. And so I think uh, I the coin is $99. It supports the show. And it keeps us on the air. And we need it. So uh, it also puts a little money back in your pocket. And with silver, uh, some of the projections look real good for silver. So I know that you've probably been thinking of, you know, the what, what can I do to, you know, have a little bit of that on hand, you know, gold and silver. I'm sure you've been thinking about it in that direction. But I just wanted to tell you, you know, this is such a great way to do that and support the show. And uh, it says, be faithful, be fearless on it. It's modeled after the first coin ever minted in the United States by the United States. So it has real historical value to me. And I, I love that reminder. It comes in a beautiful case and you can go right to katedallyradio.com and grab one. I would really appreciate you doing that or a couple if you can, you know, to support free speech. It, see media just, I think what people haven't recognized yet is that if you do want truthful media, we're going to have to pull together and it's going to have to be people's radio because, and this is the kind of thing that we're going, I know that we're used to just turning on the dial and it just always being free. You know, you listen to all these talk show hosts for years. It's always free, 
But the problem is, is that it's very controlled, too. And now we're in a situation where if you want radio like this, if you want us to discuss things they will not talk about, we're going to have to pull together and pay for this because it can't just happen magically. So I would so appreciate you guys. I thank you so much uh, for your help right now. And I wouldn't be asking you for your help if we didn't need it. So hi, caller. Welcome to the show. Go right ahead. I was just calling to uh, see what your thoughts were about this whole raid on uh, former President Trump's home. And, Uh, you know, I know what my uh, thoughts are, but mm -hmm. I just kind of wanted to know where you guys were at with it. Yeah. Personally, I think it's an attempt to keep him from running in 2024. Could be. Could be. I, I don't know. I think it might go a little deeper than that even. I think it's uh, it's a little... Um, boy, I wasn't really planning on talking about it in this hour because we've talked about it all week, but I... Uh, it, there's, I think there's a lot more to it. Um, I think some of it could be th- some theater, and um, I, I, it's 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 antics and theatrics. I think we're going to expect a lot of that until November. I just think that. Oh, I agree. I think that the election, it, we're we're putting a lot of emphasis on the election. They're putting a lot of emphasis on the election, but what does that do? Yeah. It's there to get the right left paradigm all gaslit so i always am thinking about that when i'm seeing things like this i know you are too probably um and how gaslit yes, are we going to be by so i appreciate you thank you so much and uh, yeah, there's, there's, i agree i agree with I agree with you 100 percent. you know there's a lot of gaslighting going on so yeah thank you, know, you. like to see what they're trying to do and what, yeah. you know what the dems are trying to pull in the, you know, right. the elections in november yeah, yeah. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. Yeah, thank you very much. 888-673-1450. You're welcome to call up. Um, and by the way, I played Bill Maher. You know, I never thought <laughs> I would get to a point where I played a Bill Maher clip coming in. <laughs> that is interesting, uh, to say the least, uh, because I agreed with his clip. I agreed with him. Why do I, why do I not trust uh, where the medical profession is going and what they're doing. Yeah, well, you know, <laughs> plenty of reasons why I don't trust pharma. Plenty of reasons. And uh, um, I, I can't believe I'm playing a Bill Maher clip. Very, very crazy. Hi, caller. Welcome to the show. Go right ahead. Hi, Kate. Hi. Hey, I forgot who said it, but they said, show me the man and I'll show you the crime. Mm. Yeah. Is that Barris? I think it was a commie. You know what? Uh, I don't know. Um, I'll have to, I'll have to look. I don't know. Yep. If mm. anybody tells you they know and understand the entire tax code, yeah. they're lying. Mm. Yeah. I don't know if anyone Thanks, does. Kate. Thank you. Appreciate it. Um, by the way, I'll be speaking October 22nd at, uh, the firm foundation expo, F I R M firm, the word firm foundation expo at the salt palace, October 22nd. All you have to do is put that in and, uh, you'll see, uh, the event right there. Um, I am book of Mormon evidence.org is the, um, is the website I'm speaking up there on underestimating Satan. I've got a presentation and I'm speaking right after Tim Ballard. I think it's on Saturday night. So they have three days worth of speakers. I think Eric Mutzos is speaking, I, Tim Ballard. I mean, there's so many speakers and they're all so fantastic. So if you guys can head up that way uh, in October, it would be great to see you. Really, really great to see you. Uh, let's get those seats filled and bring a friend. Bring a friend who needs to hear these things. You know what I mean? I would really appreciate that. That's October 22nd. It's up at the Salt Palace. Okay. Um, 
All right. So, and I think it goes until 7 p.m. I think I'm the last speaker, 6 to 7. Yeah, on Saturday night. So, and then you can get on with your night for Saturday night. So, October 22nd. Okay. But you got to go get tickets for that. So, please do, and I'll meet you up there. So, I have, so I had a, a concerned citizen uh, saying, look, um, um, oh, by the way, before I get going, you know, the news today is all about, well, we're all in for the safety of our, our kids, the safety, safety, safety of our kids now that school has started and they've had their first week. I'm sorry, what are we keeping them safe from? I Really? How? <sighs> if I hear that word one more time, I'm going to scream, number one. And number two, uh, I'm glad you guys were just there to educate. How about that? How about you guys concentrate on that? I don't, yeah, you don't need to concentrate on safety. Just concentrate on educating for, for once, please. Jeez Louise. I'm so sick of hearing it. Um, okay, so a concerned citizen had some questions about all the spraying going on right now um, all over the place. Uh, in um, Up at Colob Reservoir, all over, and uh, of course Leeds, all, I mean everywhere, right? And the DNR, the Department of Natural Resource spraying that's going on. And I have a lot to say about this because we're going to, you're, you're, you're probably noticing it too. I don't know if you are or not, but there's a, um, the spraying season, July to the fall, um, you're going to notice a lot more of it right now. And there's a lot of questions to ask about it, quite honestly. And we don't, and I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know why we're not asking more questions. You know, the EPA it's funny how, how the lift, leftist progressive just lives and dies by the EPA. Have you ever noticed that? That is without question. Oh, the most honest organization. They're, they're amazing. They care about Mother Earth, right? Isn't that, what, isn't that what you always hear? It's like, oh, without them, we'd be nothing. <laughs> um, we'd be just fine, and we were just fine until they came along. Uh, the EPA was done on, um, on a lie. Uh, it was from a 1966 uh, oil spill where they could have just sued the company, right? And, and it was fixing itself within five years. And, okay, boo-hoo, so some oil spilled, big oil. And uh, it would have cleaned itself up because that's how our earth is, you know? And what did they do? They took the opportunist moment to build the entire EPA that they already had ready to go. And the reason we know that is because 10,000 employees and six months, six months from start to finish, you know, um, oh, we need the EPA. That's why you had the crying Indian commercials. That's why you, you were told that everybody was ruining the earth and fast. <laughs> and I know that when you were driving around, you probably didn't notice that, but you were told that in the media. So all of those ads came out, and there was a big push to, to implement the EPA. The EPA had absolutely no jurisdiction to even exist. But the EPA, um, about two years ago, they just re-enlisted and said, okay, yes, you can use super harmful chemicals on everything from water to forests to everything else. This was just two years ago. They re-upped everything until um, 2035 for your enjoyment and pleasure. <laughs> so, you know, I mean, what's a few chemicals, right? Well, it's interesting because before, you kind of think about before um, pharma came along, right? Before pharma came along, we had, uh, what were farmers using? What were they doing? And they were using all kinds of things. They had extracts from flowers. They had wild cucumber. They had all kinds of different ways because obviously we're all here. How did that happen without those precious chemicals to save us? Well, there were so many natural ways to control, um, to control and, and get out the pests and, and all kinds of things. 
we didn't need heavy, heavy loads of chemicals. And the use of synthetic pesticides came along in the 19, well, really the, in the 1800, late 1800s, but then widespread in the 1930s. And of course, by 1950, we, it, was, it was going pretty strong. And they were spraying, you know, DDT. That's what gave rise to um, polio, right? That's what gave rise to that big outbreak in, uh, in polio. And I'm going to discuss that a little bit more and add some research to this that's kind of crazy in the last hour. But they've been doing these, these chemicals for quite some time. And the DNR sprays, Department of Natural Resource Sprays, is what uh, this person was reaching out to me about. And they were just really upset about this. And I, I'm with them. I'm upset, too. All the spraying that's going on. We're getting sprayed to death. What's in our water? All, all kinds of stuff. But I'll be right back on the Kate Daly Show. Don't go anywhere. Hey St. George, are you looking for a full-time job that starts at $15 an hour and has opportunities for quarterly bonuses with many other benefits like free lunches that are made from scratch daily? Or maybe you just want to have a job where you can help people see change in their lives. Then look no further than Balance of Nature. We know how important customers are, but we also know how important our employees are. Balance of Nature is growing at an incredible rate, and we need help. We need your help. Now is the perfect time to put yourself first and do what's right for you. The change you make right now will determine if your future changes or not. Come, grow with Balance of Nature and turn a job into a career. Go to balanceofnature.com slash careers to see a full list of job openings and apply today. Come join our team as Balance of Nature continues to build a future with you in mind. You should be using St. George Ink and Toner for ink and toner refills, but the two most important are it's better for the environment and you save money. St. George Ink and Toner will refill your old cartridges, saving you money and stopping waste buildup in our landfills. You can be confident in their work because they have a 100% satisfaction guarantee. At St. George Ink and Toner, you will save money, help the environment, and get the highest quality products. Come by 237 North Bluff Street and see why St. George Ink and Toner is your store for ink and toner. When mom or dad need great care in a loving community, the Wentworth at the Meadows knows what it takes. With over 37 years of experience, we have all the kinks out. Our affordable community offers activities galore and the opportunity to participate in community service as well. Come see us at the Meadows, where great care makes it feel like home. Call 435-628-0090 or go to meadowsstgeorge.com. I have a secret to share with you. It's Greg from the three-time Best of Southern Utah award-winning Gold Ore Store. Recently, a mega-rich Texas billionaire decided to buy $50 million worth of silver coins. And over half the funds are buying U.S. Treasury-minted American Silver Eagles, which equals 900,000 coins. And this is just the beginning, folks. Word is the next purchase will be a half a billion dollars. This huge purchase volume has already put tremendous pressure against the entire precious metals industry. As here's the secret, folks. Several of the major private mints actually produce the coin planches used to make the Silver Eagles. It figures the government creates nothing but discord and huge mountains of debt. Buy silver now before the billionaires literally steal it out from underneath all of us. Gold Ore Store, your trusted partner in all things precious metal. We buy and sell gold, silver, and so much more. Gold Ore Store, 435-703-9119. That's 435-703-9119. No credit is no 
problem at the mattress store. Hi, it's Justin at the mattress store. And with our no credit is no problem financing. You can get approved for up to $4,000 today and love your sleep tonight. Don't spend another night on an uncomfortable mattress. Come in today. Sleep well tonight on a new Tempur-Pedic, Stearns & Foster, or Sealy Posturepedic mattress. Voted best of Southern Utah. Bluffed by Ace Hardware. Bloomington by the Walmart. Washington next to Best Buy. And downtown Cedar City next to Lynn's. Nobody beats the mattress store. Nobody. Caring for a family member and worrying about their future is overwhelming. You want your loved ones to receive personalized care in a beautiful, luxurious home they deserve. Ovation Sienna Hills is the answer. We don't sacrifice anything in our assisted living and memory care communities. Imagine mom and dad in an assisted living where they are left in capable and caring hands. Call Ovation Sienna Hills to schedule your private tour today. And mention this ad to receive a free lunch. 435-429-0000. Ovation Sienna Hills, where we enhance the life of every person we serve. Thanks for listening to the Kate Daly Show. All opinions expressed by the program participants on the Kate Daly Show are solely their own and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of St. George News Radio, KZNU, Canyon Media, or their respective parent companies or advertisers. If you'd like to comment directly, talk lines are open at 888-673-1450. That's 888-673-1450. Or you may email directly at kate at canyonmedia.net. Thank you for voting Garage Doors Only, the best garage door company in Southern Utah, three years in a row. It has come to our attention that other garage door companies are capitalizing on the current supply chain issues by grossly overcharging. Don't be pressured or misled into overpaying for repair on your garage door. At Garage Doors Only, we commit to treating you fairly, no pressure tactics, and no overcharging. We have the supplies and the professional technicians needed. If we aren't your first call, make us your second opinion, free of charge. Garage Doors Only, where the only thing we do is garage doors. Countertop Source. Thanks you for voting them Best of Southern Utah for the third year in a row. Visit their new 18,000-square-foot showroom in Hurricane. Countertop Source. Enduring beauty, superior service. Talk lines are open now. Call 888-673-1450. This is the Kate Daly Show on a Friday. Boy, oh boy, oh boy, we got a lot to get to. Okay, so welcome back, of course. Uh, visit our great sponsors, Beehive Rental uh, and uh, Garage Doors Only, 435-868-1200. And uh, um, ABC Auto, Dr. Diet, uh, they all, they're just fantastic at what they do. You want to lose weight? Go to, go to Dr. Diet. If you get in an accident, go to ABC. If you need a garage door, go to Garage Doors Only. Only only one in town and that I'd go to. And then also, um, of course, uh, Beehive Rental. They're just fantastic organizations and companies. Inside Out Hyperbarics, amazing. And they have specials going on right now. So you can get in there and uh, get this uh, oxygen back into yourself because that's where it belongs. We just have so many things that are affecting us. And, you know, it's funny because the leftist sort of, the leftist progressive, okay, is what I'm talking about really kind of took over the whole genre of, you know, um, it's like government can do no wrong, but we do recognize they're spraying us. And so whenever I talk about this, I immediately start to go, this is such a leftist loony bag thing, you know, because they're also, you know, mother earthish and worshiping the, the earth. 
we're all good stewards of the earth. You know, it's like they act like everybody's going around and ruining it on purpose. But we are getting sprayed. I know that. And I know you know that because we've done a lot of shows on chemtrails. So, so I want to talk just a little bit about this because this is why I'm talking about it is there have been some that have been noticing that they're spraying a lot more, that they're ramping this up, excessive amounts. And, you know, the, the excuse of, well, we have to get rid of tamarisks and Russian olives and, and all these different, you know, some of these little different things. But, um, and, you know, going up, you know, Kolob Reservoir, same thing, um, but they're, they're going up and down the pastures and the waterways, even where private livestock are. So why are they doing this so heavily? So, um, and there's certain new, uh, or not really new-ish, compounds coming out with ginormous amounts of glyphosate. Now, when did uh, herbicides start being used? The, the, really the 1890s, as I mentioned before. And the scientists started to sort of develop this concept that herbicides could be produced to control growth of certain types of plants and herbicides for agriculture use, okay? And then it really went in with the DDT um, in 1942. But the chemicals that were um, coming up through pharma were, all, were, were starting to really be developed. Pharmakia, they even refer to themselves as pharmakia. Pharmakia means sorcery, by the way. Um, they were developing all these chemicals and, and so forth, and the chemicals started going into our food supply, okay? And I'll be talking about that a little bit more uh, in the show, later in the show. And so um, you'll see glyphosate. Glyphosate um, is in Roundup, but glyphosate is on its own as well. And so uh, they started heavily, heavily using that in, uh, in the 90s, and also they say in 2001, and so really both. Stephanie Senoff has always said, she's the MIT scientist that kind of blew the whistle, and she said that it has a lot to do with uh, autism, has a lot to do with causing autism, um, was the fierce spring that started in the 90s. So the EPA, like I said, just reapproved ultra-toxic pesticides, paraquat, pyrethroid insecticides, um, all these different chemicals. Oh, they're just fine. Yeah, we're the EPA, and they're just fine, and they have a lot of effects to them. Um, but I, I actually am not shocked by that, are you? Of course not. And so glyphosate is the wi- most widely used herbicide in the United States. And like I said before, the spraying seasons, you know, July to the fall and is when they're, they're spraying. But if people are notice excessive spraying right now, then that's a problem. And why are they going into so many different areas when they identify the species they're going after? They're going outside of that and they're hitting a lot of private private livestock, private land, things like that. Why are they doing this? So when we're getting sprayed, it's occupied, and this is straight from the government, it's occupied dwellings, seasonal dwellings, human drinking water, stock water, active lakes, streams, ponds, major waterways, flowing ditches, intermittent streams, farms, crops, public roadways. Awesome, right? And uh, and if I try to tackle these names, I'm going to just completely blow it. You know me. But, of course, glyphosate, top of the list, and there's about six or seven, I think, that they use. And so, um, 
so you're going to notice, if you're noticing more spraying, let me know because I, uh, people are starting to notice it and really start to ask questions. Truly, they should. So it, glyphosate's a chemical compound, and it, you know some people aren't familiar with herbicides, uh, but glyphosate is used worldwide in lawn care and agriculture, and it can actually stick around three days to 19 weeks, depending on water conditions. That's a pretty heavy-duty thing, don't you think? 19 weeks, and I actually think that sometimes they they skew you know, this to the public a little bit, probably much longer. Glyphosate is a primary drinking water contaminant of, uh, and when the Safe Drinking Water Act, you know, came out, it identified that as such. So when writing about this, they even know, they even tell the people doing it, you know, you have to have certain protective wear. <laughs> you ha- Here are the risks associated with even handling these chemicals, but they're just fine when we spray them all over the place for everybody, right? Doesn't make sense, does it? And so uh, one guy talking about this for his state of Washington said, safety is my number one concern um, after the decision is made to spray a site. We spend a lot of time trying to mitigate the risk. We know that all people use all of our state forest land. We want to do our best to protect them. You seem very worried about the thing that you're using if you're constantly trying to mitigate the risk. So to say it's without consequences, I think, is laughable, don't you? They even have instructions. You have instructions for filling out for the aerial chemical um, FPA-N and a description, you know, how, you know, exactly when you're, you're spraying and what you're supposed to use um, for the government. And then... Um, it's, it's, well, it's used in a lot of different ways. But uh, in 2015, the EPA reexamined the potential of glyphosate back in 2000, about seven years ago. And they did this in-depth review of glyphosate cancer database, right? Including um, to animals and uh, epidemiological, I mean, all kinds of different, different things were included in this. And in 2019... The EPA released the glyphosate proposal interim decision. So after reviewing public comments about it, the EPA EPA released glyphosate interim decision January 2020. And and they were, uh, the interim decision required management to really measure glyphosate, right? Because there's been a lot of accusations with autism, all kinds of things. But they they were there to release height, wind speed, droplet size, to address pesticide spray drifts, all kinds of things, and um, and then talk about what they were really actually doing with it. Was it really reducing weeds, but at what cost, you know? And then this came out, it, it talked about in the state of um, Wisconsin, it said, uh, due to diminishing need for the program, the Wisconsin Department of Natural Resources is looking at closing its gypsy moth suppression program. Now, this is one of the reasons they would be spraying, right, the gypsy moth. They actually renamed the gypsy moth. I can't think of the new name for it, but they said it was um, not nice to gypsies. I'm not joking. I'm seriously not kidding on this one. <laughs> they, they did. They went in and changed the name. It could be offensive to gypsies. Okay, whatever. Anyway, um, so they had these new um, public hearings and everything for this, and this is what they came to the conclusion. They said, oh, uh, because they've been getting a lot of flack, right, for for spraying us so often. This is, uh, they said, this is a service currently that's small enough, manageable enough on a local level, and, yeah, serviced by the uh, private industry. Yeah, we can just, uh, we can just take care of this 
you know, you don't have to have a state spraying program, right? And so I wonder how many times when I was reading through that, I was wondering how many times they could have come to that conclusion that the state likes to do what the state likes to do, right? And so I got to thinking about DDT, and I've been doing a lot of research on DDT, and DDT is that chemical they were spraying, and it was, by, it was from the Montrose Chemical Corporation, at the time the world's largest producer of DDT, operated um, actually out of Southern California, and starting in, in 1947. And that was also, so you had, you had 15 companies, you had Monsanto, Siba Montrose Chemical Company, all, all these different companies, and production peaked in, in uh, 63 by 72, the EPA had to issue a cancellation order for DDT after saying it was safe as well. They said it was perfectly fine, just perfectly fine, because it was having all these effects to wildlife, they said, and potential human health risks, potential human health. Not one media person did any correlation to the rise of polio because nobody ever asks that question. Why, why was there a huge rise in polio? What was going on there, right? Nobody asked that. It was just a given, like it just happens out of nature. Things like that don't happen out of nature. There's always a causal reason to it. And so um, there was this, uh, they said there was this relationship they could detect now in 1972 between exposure and reproductive effects in humans never mentioning the rise in polio. But there was certainly a cause, and that was really one of the main, one of the main things besides antibiotics that they were trying out. That was the, that was the main thing that could have given rise to the symptoms that people were having, okay? And, um, and it was fr- the first modern synthetic in, um, insecticide developed in the 1940s, the first modern one. And what did they say? What was the big you know, reason they gave people. It was to control typhus and malaria. You know, I'm sure there were other ways they could have done that other than spraying all of our crops, all of our lands, and everything else. But that's the reason. There's always a carrot. There's always a carrot. And so Roundup came by, by way of bear, and uh, and Roundup is the brand name of of a systemic uh, I'm sorry systemic broad spectrum glyphosate based herbicide originally produced by Monsanto, which Bayer acquired in 2018. And um, well, I'm going to go on because there's so much more here uh, to tackle. But think about this for just a moment. Just think about this. You've got. You've got obviously a lot of problems, and we had a lot of cancer, a huge cancer spike in the 1970s, okay? Huge cancer spike. We also had half the polio shots go out that were infected with monkey kidney disease. Just about everything you can try to do to an immune system to take it down. And then all of a sudden we had cancer, like just up the wazoo. And we've never controlled that. We've, now we're just even worse. One in, one in three, right? It's cancer. And think about these chemicals, for just a minute, just think about that. All these chemicals, it's courtesy of pharmacia. And I'll be right back on the Kate Daly Show. Be right back. KateDalyRadio.com.
Ready to step into a sales career? This isn't just any sales job though. At Balance of Nature, we have a supportive team and fun atmosphere that will help you get through the workday with a smile on your face. As a sales representative at Balance of Nature, you will have the tools necessary to become successful each and every day, giving you the chance to learn the sales world in a company that is becoming one of the largest companies in Southern Utah. Full-time positions start at $15 an hour with opportunities for quarterly bonuses and benefits. That's not all, though. If you work hard, you will be able to make a commission on top of your base pay at $15 an hour. Now is the time to make the change from a job into a career at Balance of Nature. Go to balanceofnature.com careers to see a full list of job openings and apply today. Come join our team as Balance of Nature continues to build a future with you in mind. Hi, Greg from the three-time award-winning, world-famous Gold Ore Store. I have a major precious metals buyer's alert. Attention Southern Utah and Mesquite, Nevada residents. A Texas billionaire has made a huge silver coin purchase that is putting tremendous pressure on the entire physical silver delivery supply chain. Because a vendor involved cannot source 900,000 silver eagles, we will experience exponential price increases. It is literally happening as I speak. Our Insider Informant has told us to make sure that our clientele makes their planned purchases immediately to secure not only the lowest price, but to be able to secure the actual physical silver bullion. Get your money out of the failed U.S. dollar and into silver now. This is the most serious silver supply chain issue that has hit the market since COVID-19. Call Gold Ore Store now, 435-703-9119. That's 435-703-9119. 435-703-9119. Three months after the apocalypse. Oh, MREs again. I'm sorry, honey, but that's all we have. But it's been two years since the end of the world, Mom. You can blame your father for filling our food storage with MREs. Hey, it was good enough for me in the Battle of Gog and Magog, and it's good enough for you now. But the Johnsons have the best food storage. They got it at your family still matters before the apocalypse. How come you didn't get our food storage from your family still matters, huh? Paintball violins and food storage. 175 West, 900 South. Your family still matters. When you struggle with low thyroid or autoimmune challenges, everyday activities can be hard to enjoy. Get more out of life with Red River Health and Wellness. Founded by Dr. Josh Red, chiropractic physician, Red River Health and Wellness is committed to your well-being. With a focus on non-pharmaceutical practices, they help patients manage autoimmune and thyroid conditions, including Hashimoto disease. Improve your quality of life. Call Red River Health and Wellness today, 855-55-RIVER with offices in Logan, South Jordan, Springville, and St. George. It always happens at the worst times. While spending time with friends, shopping, playing with the kids, working out, or simply when sharing a good laugh. But constantly searching for a bathroom is no laughing matter. Urinary incontinence is a medical issue. It can cause depression and isolation and a lack of confidence. At Prolong Medical, they have a solution that can treat urinary incontinence. It's simple, painless, and effective, and only requires sitting fully clothed in a custom-designed chair for 30 minutes twice a week for as few as six sessions. Ladies, this really works, and it only takes 30 minutes twice a week. Our patients at Prolong Medical Center are happy. They have their confidence restored and their best moments back. Call 435-375-5000. That's 435-375-5000. 
or visit ProlongMedical.com today to find out more. Dan Hicks with Paul Azinger, welcoming you back to the Healthy Stand Classic. You couldn't ask for better conditions. 68 degrees and a UV index of 3. This direct exposure to midday sun could be increasing her risk to melanoma. It looks like she's making a change. Now let's see what she takes out. Oh, wow, it looks like she's pulling out a 15. I don't know, it looks like she's going with a 30. Strong choice. Incredible. Stand up to cancer and Optum want to help you reduce your risk for cancer. Answer. Visit takeahealthystand.org. Lionsgate Recovery, a drug and alcohol rehab facility, is honored to be voted the gold winner of 2022 Best of Southern Utah now three years in a row. Lionsgate has helped hundreds of people by dedicating their lives to overcoming the cycle of addiction and discovering the freedom of recovery. With locations in St. George, Tokerville, Cedar City, and Parowan, call their 24-hour hotline if you need help at 866-471-9476 or go to lionsgaterehab.com. Lionsgate. People in recovery, helping people find recovery. Talk lines are open now. Call 888-673-1450. This is the Kate Daly Show. What I hate is looking up and seeing chemtrails in a clear blue sky today. What I hate is Hitting roadblocks on a highway in my way. And what I live for is a chance to change and be everything I can be. What I love is someone. Bright enough to see What I hate is what I hate Welcome back, Kate Daly Show. And uh, I love a little Merle Haggard, don't you? I mean, love it. Uh, welcome back. And uh, I have uh, Karen Morris of A Year Without a Grocery Store coming up next. And then I'll finish off the show with some research uh, that kind of ties it all together, what I'm talking about, too. And the Utah, you know, the Utah Division of Forestry, Fire, State Lands, people need to be asking them, who's approving extra spraying? Who, who gets to approve that? Why are we doing this? <laughs> Why are we doing it? There aren't other ways. Why are we so apt to use so many chemicals? I didn't, it's, it's interesting because I hope today's show kind of shines a light on this. Um, but there, we're getting hit every which way. And that's tough to take in, that information. So, um, okay. Uh, so Bear said they were going to replace glyphosate in some, in some Roundup products a year ago. And then they also had to pay, because, and the decision to do that became because they had to pay $10 billion to settle cancer suits. And those were the ones that they brought to trial. I can't even imagine how many more there have been. And um, bear to replace glyphosate from U.S. lawn products by 2023. For some reason, I just don't believe that. I really don't. I really don't believe it. Um they say things like this all the time, you know, these declarations of what they're going to do. And it's usually because they're under, you know, with litigation going on. And so that's a great way to save face. Um, 
but uh, I, I also, okay, so um, who owns Bear? Well, eventually, uh, the Western uh, powers and West Germans agreed to divide IG Farben, which is really kind of what this chemical, the, the, the compounding of these types of chemicals that were going on in our food supply about the turn of the 1900s, um, in just three independent units, right? And Bayer was one of them. And uh, DDT was actually invented in 1874, by the way. They've been using these things on our food supply and in our lands and in our forests and everything else for a very, very long time. And Paul Mueller, you guys remember that name, right? Uh, Paul Mueller even received a Nobel Prize for it. Caused a lot of death, and he got a Nobel Prize. Just goes to show you. Um, So there's obviously a lot of cases now um, that are trying to go through for cancer. And farmers, they interviewed some farmers, and they felt like they could spray glyphosate with a clear conscience because the EPA came out. Everybody's come out and said, well, yeah, it's it's fine. You know, you have to wear pretty much a hazmat suit when (laughs) dumping this in a forest. But, you know, no, no big deal. And uh, they said it doesn't persist in the environment as as much, right? And I know that they're under sort of a, a duress trying to please agriculture because, the, you know, the U.S. Department of Agriculture can go after you pretty quick, too. And so I know that they, they, they are um, having to use these kinds of things. And so what they were saying was, well, it's better than DDT. It doesn't build up in the groundwater as much. Um, but... Do we really know that? Do we, is, is it that much different than DDT? That's my $1 million question. Is it that much different? And so, um, so basically, Monsanto started selling Roundup in 1974. Contains a lot of glyphosate, right? For 20 years, didn't really attract any attention. Those were kind of the quiet years. But Act 2 began in the late 1990s. And in 1996, Monsanto started selling their genetically modified crops, GMOs, and they were modified. Why were they modified? Why did they need to do that? So they could tolerate glyphosate. They were, they were so weakened by glyphosate, we had to actually change the crops to tolerate glyphosate. And that meant that the farmers can now spray the chemical right over the Roundup Ready soybeans, corn, cotton, all the things that we use, right? And and uh, the government, you know, those that farm for the government, were calling it a farming revolution, farming revolution, really. Then the the sell of the chemical increased more than tenfold. So Stephanie Senoff's um, autism report was when they started spraying excessive amounts of of you know right when the crop was sprouting and then again and then again um, through its growing process so it really gets embedded into the crop when that and the perfect storm of your immune system interact with the metals in your body and that's what causes the brain to kind of do what a car does you know it goes down to 30 it won't go over 30 miles an hour and it kind of stops because it figures there's a problem in the engine and that's what it does to the brain that load so they also came out and said uh, L-A-R-K, or I-R, sorry, I-A-R-C, I-R, 
IARC came out and did a study on it in 2015, and it said, yeah, it's probably carcinogenic to humans. I didn't see big, huge splashes of, um, like we're seeing of the raid. I didn't see big, huge splashes in the media about that. Did you? No. And uh, they said there's strong evidence it can cause damage to your DNA. So, and the first thing it does is cause cancer uh, to, to the cell. So, that kind of damage. All right. So, there was uh, the Utah Physicians for a Healthy Environment. Now, to be honest, a lot of these guys are pretty quacky, <laughs> to tell you the truth. The whole industry has been so taken over by such liberal progressives. So, you have to realize that, too, when you're kind of reading through their reports. But they did say in the early 90s, this is the Utah group, in, in, in 1990s, the growing awareness for the toxicity of all these pesticides led to a science report, National Academy of Science. I know you're rolling your eyes when I say science, because science is just sort of up for grabs now. It, it just pleases politically, right? Just whatever political line you want to draw, that's where science is? Okay. So they, they did a report called Pesticides in the Diets of Infants and Children, and it, it talked about um, how the risk tolerances um, that the EPA used when the EPA said everything was safe. We've heard that before, right? Everything was safe, totally safe. So the report estimated that 50% of lifetime pesticide exposure occurs during the first five years of life. By the age of six, the brain reaches 90% of its eventual adult volume, and that corresponds to about 90% of its overall permanent organizational architectural structure. And so obviously the most critical developmental window, especially for the brain, is uh, one to five years old. And they said there were concerns about children being uniquely susceptible subgroup to pesticides in particular to those kinds of um, chemicals. And they said the new, the new concerns, um, be, the differences between children and adults go far beyond difference in size. And, it, and so they were looking at prenatal and early infant stages and all kinds of things. And the ability to metabolize chemical toxins. And they said children do not have the necessary enzymes to detoxify pesticides and uh, like OPs. And in eight-day-old rats, um, permethrin is nearly five times more acutely toxic in adults because it lacks uh, certain things. And in humans, the blood-brain barrier doesn't mature for at least six months after birth, and that allows more of the toxic chemical to reach the brain tissue. So these doctors came out and they, from Utah, and they talked about this in, in detail. I can put up the link on show notes today. Um, but it, they said it affects motor activity and all kinds of things. In Japan, between 1957 and 1971, 57 and 71, school children saw a huge increase in impaired vision, eventually was tied to the use of an OP in agriculture. And one town near an agriculture area now has an eye disease named after it called the Saku disease. And in that town, 98% of the children had visual acuity problems because they were living right by these agricultural fields. And so there are a lot of issues, aren't there, that we're not ever really talking about. And that makes me sad because when people were reporting to me, we're seeing an excessive amount of spraying in this area. What is going on? Because when they use an excuse like, well, there's this little thing we have to get or this little thing we have to get. So the question is, 
some people will say, okay, well, they really, they really do. They really do because there can be an invasive plant or an invasive this or an invasive that. There's no other way to do it other than spray large areas there, and, and an excessive amounts of chemicals. There's no other way. I'm pretty sure our, our, our ancestors had other ways to do it because these chemicals didn't come along until the late 1800s. Hi, caller. Welcome to the show. Go right ahead. Yes, I'd like to comment on some of these comments, mm-hmm. uh, information you're providing. Uh, first of all, we know they're lying to us. They're mm-hmm. lying to us about the chemtrails, so we can't trust anything. But regarding glyphosate, uh, we do know the evidence is strong that causing cancer and mm-hmm. probably other things. Mm-hmm. But as to causing autism, there is massive evidence that all or nearly all the autism is caused by the vaccines, mm-hmm. the measles, or rubella, mump vaccines. Study after study, uh, Wakefield will tell you this, the same mm-hmm. Have, uh, have the correlation. You know, they went in, the World Health Organization went into third world countries. We're talking about mm-hmm. a dozen or so. And within a couple of years, there was about a 20 fold, 22 fold increase in autism, country after country. The Amish, there was virtually no autism. They have one case, they, uh, and uh, they don't vaccinate their kids. Right. So right. it's hard to say that I could say it could play much of a role. Now, maybe it acts as a callus in some cases for the metals that are put in the mm-hmm. brain by the vaccine. Yeah. Um, maybe it has a little role, but it can't have a major role. Well, as for D- Stephanie yeah, Senoff so, would probably disagree with you, but she... Yeah, they, I should love to debate that. Well, I should they, like to they, see they, her in Wakefield right. debate that. Well, but uh, on, on the DDT, mm-hmm. you know, the uh, establishment uh, lied about banning it. Mm-hmm. They banned it, uh, and it's uh, resulted in millions of people have died because of it's been banned, because it was a very efficient, uh, relatively right. inexpensive use. Um, um, uh, use of for uh, uh, malaria. Yeah, yeah, I totally agree. Thank you for that. Thank you for that. And I was going to say, because we're getting to the end of the show, I was also going to say, look, they started in 1974 and autism was one in 10,000. So in one in 10,000 got autism. Okay. And that I think actually was higher. I think it was like one in multiple thousands of people because you don't see anyone older with autism. Okay. But they said that when the explosion of autism happened, and now we're at like, what, 30-something, 30 30-something, 30 one in 30-something. That's huge. Started in the mid-90s when they started doing it in spades. Excessive spraying of our food supply, excessive spraying of our lands, excessive spraying of everything, um, and making uh, more trips than usual with glyphosate. And that's why Stephanie Senoff was tying that in, is because she had a chart that actually went just, it was like this perfect movement going up and saying, yep, this is exactly when the hugest spike happened. Hi, caller. Welcome to the show. You only have about 30 seconds. Sorry. No problem. Uh, Atrazine. Atrazine. Second most yeah. used yep. herbicide. It I was gets just going to mention it. That's funny. And that was the one that was mm-hmm. killing, or not killing people. Scientists were showing back in the 90s, I think, mm-hmm. that the lab test amphibians were being changed from male to female. Yeah. In um, their, what do you call it, gestational periods. So look at today's kids, the little effeminate males mm-hmm. and the great big brutish females. Right. There's your reason, probably, mm-hmm. that that has ruined our, our populace. Yeah. And they're still using it. Right. Thank you for that. Yep, absolutely. In fact, that was in my notes. That's so funny. Um, and so the farmers were feeling like uh, like it wasn't like like glyphosate wasn't building up like DDT and atrazine. Um, but uh, but you know what's interesting too is there's always been a lot of hiding of information from the chemical companies themselves, the ones that are making these chemicals in pharma, and 
when you get out charts and you can reflect and look back and you can say, wow, this huge spike in autism came in the mid-90s. Why is that? You have to look for a cause. And if one thing changes that would affect a large group, a large populace, you have to you have to look at that. To write that off would be silly, wouldn't it? I would think. Um, and so this hour is actually going to lead into my final hour. Um, and so stay tuned for that, too. Karen Moore is coming up a year without a grocery store. You're going to want to hear this, too. She's got some new stuff. And her book is on Amazon, A Year Without a Grocery Store. And it really is good. She's put so much good um, content in there. You really ought to pick that up. And then look at your own food supply and make sure, you know, kind of see where you're at. Be right back on the Kate Daly Show, katedalyradio.com. We have got to get out and have Call 888-673-1450. The Kate Daly Show starts now. Where does the real power lie? The power behind the power. Because it's no longer about who lives in the White House. It's about who owns the White House. This is the presidency. How much higher can a politician go? The real power isn't here. It's beyond here. It's above it, but still working in conjunction with it. Hi there. Welcome to Daly Show. So happy to be here on a Friday. You know I love Fridays, best day of the week. So I'm really happy uh, to be here with you and share so much good information in this show today. We're going to be talking about prepping. We're going to uh, be talking in the last hour about some new research I was doing. And so the whole thing is just information. And I love that. Maybe some resources and maybe some ways to help you. I love that even more, to tell you the truth. A big thank you to Kirk uh, out there. You know who you are. And John from Cali. Uh, You guys, you know, there's just so many really wonderful, um, you know, generous people out there. And and this this show is really a, a people show. And I... I'm telling you, please go and get the collector's coin because uh, this is a great way to help truth in radio. We have so few shows in the United States like this. I'm going to venture to guess there's maybe like three. (laughs) And so we need to stay on the air because there's a lot of agendas behind talk shows and they'll cover certain things and some of some some misdirection and and sometimes a lot of truth mixed in with misdirection and we're not that and so if you like this show please go get a collector's coin go to um katedallyradio.com katedallyradio.com they're 99 dollars. this is a great way for you to help this show and get a wonderful silver round it's a silver coin it says the kate daly show on it and it's modeled after the first coin ever minted in the united states when we became a country and uh, so it's got a wonderful picture on the on the front. And, of course, uh, be faithful, be fearless, because we always need to be faithful and we always need to be fearless in this fight coming up. We have a manufactured food shortage. And let me say that again. This is completely manufactured. This is intentional. And I really do hope you guys are getting ready because I have Karen Morris with me. She has joined me before. The book is A Year Without the Grocery Store. What a phenomenal book. And, and and Karen, you can grab this on Amazon, right? Absolutely. Yay. Okay, welcome to the program, Karen. And you do so much work in this. I'm so excited to kind of hear so, some of the new information you have. There's a new website, and I love the name of it. It's called 
areyoupreparedmama.com, areyoupreparedmama.com, all spelled out. And I, I love this. I love this because there's going to be, you know, information for mamas and then also information for really all of us to get prepared for this food shortage. And on the break, we were just talking about the seven years of plenty and the seven years uh, that they were preparing for in biblical times. And I was just wondering, I wonder if those those feelings got stronger you know, obviously in those last couple of plenty years or, you know, did people really start feeling it? Because I know people around me are feeling it. I'm getting messages from all over the country going, I just have this really strong feeling I need to prepare. I'm sure you have been feeling this way for a while. We absolutely have. Um, Mm -hmm. Matter of fact, because we had such a strong feeling about a year and a half ago, we moved from the suburbs out to a five acre farm and we've been spending the last year and a half trying to get the farm ready for what we need. Wow. I'm, I'm so excited for you. Actually, I'm so jealous uh, because of, of what that means. That's so amazing. I'm so glad to hear that. So tell us a little bit about, um, about that journey and then also uh, uh, things we can do because we surely need some help in this area. I hope people are going to uh, preparewithkate.com as well and getting some food storage. Um, you can pay on it later even. But, uh, but, but how has the experience been for you? Was there some surprises? Oh, there were more than a lot of surprises. Yeah. Um, first week that we moved in, yeah, we had um, we have a root cellar basement, and we had about two feet of water in our root cellar basement the first wow. week we moved in. Oh. It was absolutely nuts, absolutely crazy, and the worst part was we were leaving that morning and couldn't change our plans. Oh, my gosh. So, yeah, lots, oh, wow. lots happened with that. Um, but, you know, that's been taken care of. You know, new sump pump. We had to get a new water softener because it was ruined by that. Or not mm. water softener, but water heater, oh. um, which resulted in a new water softener. Um, so a lot of stuff happened from that, but it gets us ready because now we know we have a brand-new water heater that should last us for a long time. We know that we have a brand-new sump pump, which should last us for a long time. We have a water softener, so that takes care of the hard of the water brand new so all of those things will last us for a while and it gets us ready for whatever is coming next amen um i know that a lot of people are well let let me say this most of our country is not prepared at all right what what percentage what percentage could live off of do you think like a year uh, of what they have stored right now Oh, goodness. Uh, Honestly, I would be surprised if 1% could live off of what they had for a year. Right. You're right. I think you're right on that. And it's scary to think that because I can't imagine that we're a society that doesn't think ahead. Um, But I know a lot of people are having a lot of feelings right now. And so a lot of people are kind of confused on what to start with. They don't know. And what would you start with? What would you what would you first do if you're a person that all you have is a pantry with some canned goods? Where would you start? I would go buy bean soup mix and I'd buy it in bulk because while it will not be glamorous, mm. it will feed you. And if you purchase, I believe it's about 100 pounds of bean soup mix per person in your family per year, you can eat for a year. You will be tired of it. Yes, yes. you will need vitamins because you'll need to fill in those gaps and holes. Mm-hmm. But I will tell you, if you have nothing else, you will have sustenance. Bean, so bean soup. soup mix. Okay. Yep. And We get ours through Azure Standard, which is a Whole Foods co-op, and it's in most of the parts of the country. 
So absolutely, I would do bean soup mix. Make sure you get your spices for that and make sure you've stored enough water because your beans will need to be rehydrated and made into soup. And if you haven't stored water and we have a water outage during the next year, then you might have issues. So make sure you store those things. Um, Your bean soup mix, your water, your spices, and then vitamins. Make sure you have those to fill in the gaps, your nutritional gaps that you're going to find. Boy, that's great advice. Honestly, I've never heard that before, but I actually really like that. Um, the bean soup. I, I've never even thought about that. You're right. You're right. I bet you have to have enough water on hand. And I have a feeling Correct. that with the way this whole green movement is going, I would suspect a lot of people are buying a lot of water filters. But the problem with that is you're kind of banking on access to a body of water. And I know in one of the Rockefeller, I think it was 2010 Rockefeller report, they said that bodies of water would be cordoned off and it would be a crime, a shootable a crime. They could shoot you if you attempted to go over uh, a fence to a body of water and they were going to claim that they were they were uh, somebody was hampering you know with them and I don't think that was true you know what I mean but they were going to claim that and that no one could go near the water and there was a whole section about it and it it, it's terrifying to tell you the truth and so we've got to figure out what we're going to do right now to store and I don't know how much you can store I mean how much you I don't know I don't know how to how to tell people what to do on that, except um, uh, water generators um, are on YouTube, and you can learn how to how to do a water generator for about $300, where it generates water from the air. So there's an option. Yes. But. I've, I've seen something like that. I would also suggest that um, you can look at 55-gallon barrels. There are also, I believe, 150-gallon mm-hmm. um, water tanks that are stackable. So that would get you something. They um, The conventional wisdom is three gallons of water per person per day, and that's for hygiene and for drinking, cleaning, and cooking. So that gives you a good idea of what you're going to need for your family just for even a short period of time. You know, start short. Most, Most of us, when we get panicky, we think, oh, my goodness, I have to have it all for a year right now. And with something like water, you're not going to be able to. So you need to start short. Okay, let me just say I'm going to get three days' worth of water. Okay. And how am I going to do that? And there's lots of different ways to do that, whether it is storing it yourself in 55-gallon drums, which you can most of the time get on Facebook Marketplace for a really good price. Yes, mm-hmm. you have to clean them out yourself, but most of them are food grade. Absolutely look for that. There are things that are called water bricks, which water are bricks. meant to be stackable in a small area. Okay. So that is another option. Those do uh, they cost more. Because you're getting such a compact thing, they cost more. But if you have the ability to do that, that's a great way to do that. Your most economical bill will be your 55-gallon barrels. Mm -hmm. And you can put a spigot in the bottom. So if you have a way to raise them up, Mm -hmm. uh, when we lived in our – when we lived here in the area two houses ago, my husband built a platform about a foot up off the ground that we put the barrels on before we filled them with water. That way we could put a pitcher underneath them and use the spigots in order to get the water out when we needed it. Wow, I love that idea. And you did say brick, right? Water bricks. I did. Okay, okay. I'm just making sure. Okay. (laughs) So a water brick, but you could put those under beds, right? You could put those kind of everywhere, couldn't you? Because you could store them even on sides of closets or whatever you, wherever you can find that space, because I know that there's, you know, could be a space issue, Uh, but those would certainly fill the bill, I'm sure. And I love the spigot idea too. Some people don't really think about those kinds of things, but you want, you want accessibility. Mm-hmm. Okay. You absolutely do. And then I want to give one other tip sure. that I think would be very, very helpful for people. If you go to Google Earth, 
mm-hmm. and you look at your property and zoom out, you're going to see where your nearest body of water is. And if it's not a big one, even if they say that they're going to cordon off all of the bodies of water, you know, you're going to find whether it's a stream, whether it's somebody's swimming pool, and you can talk to that person and say, hey, could I use some of your water if I give you filtered water back? Something along those lines. So use Google Earth and go look at where your nearest body of water is. You might be surprised. Oh, wow, I like that idea. And that really goes back to know your neighbors and figure out who has what and what you can trade and barter for, right? I mean, absolutely. got to be thinking outside the box. Uh, Before we go to break in about a minute and a half, give us another tip. Um, I think everybody should make sure that they are looking, even though we look long-term, you need to think short-term. Because if you start only looking long-term, you're going to get very overwhelmed. And the closer we get to this gut feeling in my stomach that's really not sitting well, the more panicky we're going to get. So think short-term, get everything short-term taken care of first before you start thinking long-term. Okay. All right. Fair enough. And so a lot of, well, we'll get into this, I'm I'm sure, um, because I have so many questions about just prepping in general. Um, But uh, what are you most asked about, Karen? I am most asked about, well, the last question I was asked about is how do you not get overwhelmed? Yeah, that's true. And I spent about 15 minutes talking with this person about how you just need to take things one step by one step. Uh, I have a planner that actually walks you through that, and it gives you different ways to just do a little at a time. But that way you don't feel overwhelmed. I like that. I like that. We're going to come right back. And the website is areyoupreparedmama.com. I like that a lot. Areyoupreparedmama.com. And, uh, of course, the book, A Year Without the Grocery Store by Karen Morris. You can grab that on Amazon. I would definitely do that. Uh, It's a great, phenomenal book. Be right back. Kate Daly Show. My name is John, and I'm a director of new sales at Balance of Nature. My department is hiring for new sales representatives. Working in new sales is a very fun and rewarding experience because we are the front lines, having rich conversations with potential customers who want to change their lives with better nutrition. I'm looking for energized team players to come join my team. Go to balanceofnature.com slash careers to apply for the new sales representative position today. Hello, my name is Braxton, and I'm the training manager at Balance of Nature. My department is hiring for training specialists and training assistants. Working in the onboarding program is an amazing experience that involves getting to know so many great people because we take the time to get to know every new person who joins Balance of Nature and prepare them to be successful. I'm looking for high-tone, friendly people who are focused on learning and helping others learn and improve as well. Come join my team. Go to balanceofnature.com careers to apply for the candidate training specialist and the training assistant positions today. When making important life decisions about your financial future or insurance needs, it's important to work with people you trust. That's why at Farm Bureau Financial Services, we don't rely on algorithms, bots, or auto-generated answers. We get to know you so we can help you get the right coverage and make smart financial decisions. We're the people who provide insurance and financial planning all in one place. 
Find a Farm Bureau agent or advisor at fbfs.com slash protect. It's your future. Let's protect it. Southern Utah's number one golf course is Copper Rock. Voted 2021's best golf course in Southern Utah. Nestled in the Hurricane Valley, acres of desert used for farming generations ago have been transformed to a new resort community featuring 18 holes of championship golf. On every hole, players are treated to sweeping vistas of grandeur offered by the Pine Valley Mountains, the Hurricane Cliffs, Zion National Park, and beyond. Grab your clubs to discover for yourself what makes Copper Rock stimulating and worthwhile. Go to CopperRock.com for all the details. We thought about hiring one of those company spokesmen to get on the radio and tell you about how this will change your life and call today for a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. But is that really what you want? Don't you just want answers to the things that are troubling you and for those answers to actually be true? People laughed when we told them 53 seconds could change your life. Let me be more clear. The change in your life, it's going to take some time. If someone tells you they can do it in a day, I would be very suspicious. However, calling us is the first step to dealing with stress, depression, unsatisfied relationships, confidence issues, and many of the other effects of ED. And it actually does take less than 53 seconds to get an appointment. So stop waiting. Stop beating yourself up. Stop worrying about it being too good to be true. Is there a chance it might not work? Yes, but only 15%, which means there's an 85% chance your life will really change. 85%. Think about that. Call Prolong Medical Center in St. George at 375-5000. 375-5000. Hi, guys. It's not Andrew. It's James at Garage Doors Only. We aren't here to talk about ED, but we will promise that your garage door will go up on demand and down when you are done using it. No need to go to the hospital if it won't go down. Just call us and we'll fix the problem. At Garage Doors Only, we have technology that's proven to provide instant results in your garage. Find out for yourself why Garage Doors Only has been in business for over 22 years and has been voted the best of Southern Utah three years in a row. Garage Doors Only, where garage doors is all we do. The heat is here. Cooling systems can struggle to keep all areas of your house comfortable, like your bonus rooms, garage, enclosed patios, master bedrooms, casitas, and more. Air care professionals can help these trouble areas with their Mitsubishi electric cooling and heating ductless system, offering individual comfort control. Purchase a Mitsubishi system from air care professionals this month and get up to $300 off and 0% equipment financing options OAC. Call 628-2423 or online at aircarepros.com. And thanks for voting them best of Southern Utah. Four years in a row. I have a secret to share with you. It's Greg from the three-time best of Southern Utah award-winning gold ore store. Recently, a mega-rich Texas billionaire decided to buy $50 million worth of silver coins. And over half the funds are buying U.S. Treasury-minted American Silver Eagles, which equals 900,000 coins. And this is just the beginning, folks. Word is the next purchase will be a half a billion dollars. This huge purchase volume has already put tremendous pressure against the entire precious metals industry. As here's the secret, folks, several of the major private mints actually produce the coin planches used to make the Silver Eagles. It figures the government creates nothing but discord and huge mountains of debt. Buy silver now before the billionaires literally steal it out from underneath all of us. Gold Ore Store, your trusted partner in all things precious metal. We buy and sell gold, silver, and so much more. Gold Ore Store, 435-703-9119. That's 435-703-9119. Talk lines are open now. Call 888-673-1450. This is the Kate Daly Show. Welcome back 
reality show. It is more than a feeling. <laughs> Trust your instincts. Listen to that little uh, that little voice inside uh, that was given to you by God, and and listen right now because I think you're probably being told to prepare, 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 aren't you? Um, so welcome back to the Kate Daly Show. Uh, we just reached 14 million, and I just want to thank you. <laughs> I can't even believe we're at 14 million. Last year we were at two. If that gives anybody any idea. Holy cow. So 14 million. Insane. Insane. Anyway, uh, thank you to all of you. Also, MyPillow.com. Um, go to MyPillow.com. And it's a great time to maybe store up a few gifts for Christmas. This probably would be a really good time to do that. Um, up to 90% off. And they're, they have the new slides, the new slide slippers. And they're made of the most amazing material. And it feels like you're kind of walking on clouds, but you're supported. And these things, they're brand new. They just came out. And these things are amazing. And they're doing a whole blowout 90% off. I mean, it's it's crazy. What he's, it's so gr- good for you guys. Go to MyPillow.com. Um, he's been uh, culture canceled. So uh, out of stores uh, for his politics, Mike Lindell. So just go to MyPillow.com and get some of the best products you've ever had. The sheets are also on sale for $29. And these are great things to get right now, too. I mean, I, you're going to need them. And you might as well have them on hand so sheets and um uh, pillows my pillow and of course the mattresses mattress toppers things like that so uh go to mypillow.com put in the code kate and you'll get up to 90 percent off make sure it's the code kate and then it helps the show too um while you're doing it so it's like a twofer okay so welcome back karen morris i love your idea about bean soup because yes i mean nobody wants to eat the same thing every day but it's a place to start for people and you can go oh i can get a lot of that at least i know i can get a lot of that and and concentrate because it does seem really overwhelming uh the book is a year without the grocery store and of course are you prepared mama.com and then you have a new uh, channel coming you have a new channel right now on youtube right I do. It is also called Are You Prepared Mama? Just launched about two weeks ago. Oh, I love this because you're like one of the gurus on on prepping. So I love this idea. And uh, so go to our YouTube channel and you are coming out with a a membership group, aren't you? Yes, I am. It'll be launching for January 1st of next year. So look for us. I would say beginning of December, it'll be a great Christmas gift to give people to help them get prepared because we help them in the group. Oh, that's wonderful. So I have, I have so many questions. I'm just, I have so many. It's like how somebody feels when they're starting out to prep. I'm like, ah, I have so many questions. So um, what, veg, what vegetables would you store the most of? So I would store the most potatoes because you're going to be able to find them very easily and very inexpensively in freeze-dried form. Costco has, I believe it's an eight-pack of hash browns. They're almost like in milk cartons. And they're great in casseroles to bulk things up. They're great to use for your, you can make hash browns, just hash browns out of them, besides using them in different potato type of recipes. So that's great. There's also potato dices. So it's like freeze-dried potato cubes, mm-hmm. which also, again, that's you can throw those in soups. You can throw those in casseroles. You can use those as a standalone as well if you add some fat to it. So either some butter or some oil of some sort and some different seasonings and then fry them in your skillet. It's delicious. So I would say that. And then I would also say store tomato powder. I don't suggest that you store like tomato sauce, but if you're storing tomato powder, you can use it to make almost anything that you can 
imagine that you'd use a tomato for. So you can make your tomato, regular tomato sauce out of it. You can make your pizza sauce out of it. You can make ketchup out of it. You can make barbecue sauce out of it. So anything at all that you would use tomato sauce in, you can use tomato powder for, and it stays good for between 10 to 15 years. So Mm -hmm. all of the tomatoes that we're getting from our garden this year, Mm -hmm. anything that is not being sold is getting made into tomato powder in our freeze dryer. Oh, that's wonderful. That's wonderful advice, too. So I would say those two. Okay. Potatoes and tomatoes. Potatoes and tomatoes. And a lot of people don't realize that with little kids, what are they used to having? Ketchup, right? With stuff. And um, there's lots of sauces, right? All those sauces that you can make and really kind of transform something that would taste very bland into something really pretty good. So I'm with you on that one, powder. There's also like cream cheese powders. There's sour cream powders. There's all kinds of powders you can get to mix in recipes. And you had a, you had a comment about those mix-ins, too, to make recipes. Absolutely. So what I would tell you is, like, buy cream cheese powder, that's great. Uh, the issue is you don't want to use it to actually make cream cheese because it doesn't taste the same. It's not going to be what people are anticipating. But we found that when we make that powder up and use it in a casserole, it works exactly the same as cream cheese, and you can't tell a difference in the taste. Okay. So that's what I would say with these powders because there's also butter powder that you're going to find. There's mm-hmm. milk powder that you're going to find. Though milk powder, yes, again, you can make it up and it's not going to taste exactly the same as milk. But if you chill it and if you add just a smidge of sweetener of some sort or another, it actually tastes pretty decent. Nice. So okay. I absolutely start with the powders, but realize that you're not going to usually use them for what they are called. Okay. All right. Good to know. Very, very good. And uh, there's lots of uh, freeze-dried. So freeze-dried is good, right? Veggies and... Freeze-dried is very good. Okay. Yes. And more expensive, I think, right? But it'll hold yes, for a it long is time. more expensive. It'll keep for forever. So, But look for things that already come dried. So look for your, your beans mm-hmm. that you can get dried because right. that works really well. Your okay. flour... Is, a, is another one that everybody uses that uh-huh. you can store for up to 30 years to store it properly. Right. Your wheat berries can be stored properly up to 30 years. So even dried peas are fairly common. Yeah. So those okay. things don't cost nearly so much. Right. But yet you're going to get, so you're going to get a bigger bang for your buck, but they can still last for 30 years. I like that. What's the best brand of powdered milk? What, what tastes more normal? <laughs> any of the, any of you older folks out there know that it's like, oh, you know, powdered milk, because you probably had an instance in your childhood with it, uh, haven't we all? But but what's the best brand? Um, I use Thrive Life milk powder. I've really appreciated that. But I've also used um, milk powder through the LDS canneries, which yes. you can now get online. Okay. So I've used both of those, and we've purchased them in bulk. Matter of fact, I think at one point we purchased 25-pound bags of milk powder through the LDS canneries. Wow, it's awesome. Yeah, it's really good. Their hot chocolate's really good, too. <laughs> it's really mm-hmm. the best hot chocolate I've ever had. Um, and so uh, there's a couple things coming out of there that are great. And so what about a special diet? What do you do when you have somebody that's, like, gluten-free? I mean, I, what about a special diet? Okay, so I have had three of my children who have had issues with gluten at one point or another. Mm -hmm. We have worked with their guts to help take care of those things, but there are things that you can do. Like, for example, Thrive Life does have a gluten-free flour if you can find it in stock. That's a big thing because Mm -hmm. it's oftentimes out of stock. So, But look for your gluten-free flour. I don't know if you have Aldi in your area of the country, Mm -hmm. but Aldi has gluten-free pastas. Mm -hmm. 
So you can look for those things. They have they have a whole line. It's called Live G Free. Okay. So they have a whole line of these gluten free things that you can look for that will help people with those types of diets. Now for milk, mm-hmm. there are other alternatives. You can look at coconut milk Mm -hmm. Um, and like for us we drink almond milk most of the time anyway now granted we usually buy the refrigerated type but Mm -hmm. did you know you can buy I believe it's 10 or 12 packs of tetra packed almond milk which are shelf stable Mm -hmm. which will last your family for a while for I think it's like 12 to 15 dollars okay so it's you can you can do almond milk that way so those are things that you can look for Um, so take a look at the alternatives out there there's even in my book i have a recipe for making theory-free cheese nice so check out those things so that you can start looking for things that will fit now Mm -hmm. that are long-term storable so what if oh no uh, go ahead ahead. okay so what if you what if you have a great deal uh, a great deal on chicken and you can go grab a lot of it or you're getting half a cow and you decide to go do that right now what is the best way to store that because a lot of people are going to get those sealers food sealers or whatever um what's the best way to keep it as long as you possibly can i would one of two things um and neither of them are cheap but once you make the investment it's going to be huge so i would say either pressure can it Mm -hmm. because if you pressure can your meat one it is already ready for you it is not hard to do i was afraid of my pressure canner for years and years and years and now we use it okay so pressure canning and that's probably the more economical way i have an all-american canner and i would swear by it there Mm -hmm. are no gaskets that you have to worry about okay which is a big deal because a lot of the lesser quality pressure canners have those gaskets that will break down Mm -hmm. and so you either have to store the gaskets or you have to have a way like with our pressure canner where there is no gasket so your second option would be to freeze dry it and we invested in a freeze dryer at the beginning of this year and i will tell you right now it is going almost every single day is it really we're using it for so much oh yes i mean we our garden is producing i think we probably pulled in 30 pounds of tomatoes yesterday jeez (laughs) i know i know wow i'm jealous our garden's going Mm -hmm. nuts so, I mean, we're using it for that all the time. Okay. But then we're also, we're using it for, you can use it for your cheese. Mm-hmm. Like, cheese is expensive now, but if you want to keep cheese long-term and you have the ability, you can freeze-dry cheese, and mm-hmm. then it'll keep for between 10 and 15 years. You can freeze-dry mm-hmm. your meats, and mm-hmm. it'll keep for, you know, if it's properly if it's properly mm-hmm. packaged, between 10 and 15 years. So I would say either a pressure canner or a freeze dryer. Okay. If you only have a freezer, my concern is what happens when you lose electricity. So make sure you've thought through that. Okay. But if you're going to put it in a freezer, yes, I think a food sealer is a good way to do it. And that only lasts about like a year or two, right? That is correct. Okay. All right. And uh, and then as far as toiletries, what do you, because a lot of people don't think about soap. They don't think about all of those types of things. Uh, so w- what is your recommendation on that? And what, what, what amount of focus needs to be on all the other stuff, <laughs> like razors and things like that, I mean, that, that kind of stuff? I know. So what I would ask myself is, if, can I live without this? So for mm-hmm. example, we might feel gross living without a razor. I, right. I get it. Can mm-hmm. I live without a razor? Yes. Is it going to be a health issue? No. Right. But when it comes to something like shampoo, that can become a health issue if you're not taking care of your head and your mm-hmm. scalp and your hair. Right. So then I would make sure that I am storing the shampoo that I use regularly so that I have enough. Our goal is six months of toiletries, but that's just our goal. Um, and then once we get past those six months of toiletries, 
I have recipes to make almost everything I need, whether it's shampoo or if I decide mm-hmm. that I that hair gel is a necessity, mm-hmm. I can make hair gel. Right. Uh, if you're talking about soaps, there are easy way to make soaps as well. So definitely you need to focus on that. For me, that is a part of my grocery budget. So right. that would fall under groceries for me. Okay. How much of a focus, too? We have about a minute, but then we'll come back on this, too, again. But um, how much okay. of a focus is things, um, you know, uh, tires, oil, like, you know, like all the things, too, that you mm-hmm. need to keep life going? I mean, what, what kind of, what percentage of the focus should be on that? I think it's a very small percentage, but I mm-hmm. think it's something that we need to consider. Um, if you're going to talk about tires, say, okay, what one vehicle would we use? Like for our right. family, there's too many of us to fit in our CRV, which is our everyday vehicle. We would have to focus on our our Ford Transit because right. we can fit everybody in it. So choose one vehicle, have extras for that vehicle, and then you're not feeling like, oh, we have two or three cars between the five people, six people living here. Mm-hmm. We have to get for all of them. You don't. Right, right. Well, it certainly is great advice. When we come back, I want to ask you about, um, like, apartment living, condo living. What can you do? Also, um, greenhouses. I'm like the worst. I, I would kill a fake plant. I am so bad that I don't even attempt. And <laughs> and so I need, your, I need your help on that when we come back. Um, you know, word on the street, word on the street. So this is a rumor. But, but a pretty heavily used rumor right now about an EMP strike coming. Um, and if that were the case, and there's a lot of people that are saying they're pretty certain this is going to happen fairly soon, then what, what, what are people going to do? And so when we come back, um, we'll be talking about that, too, and what to have on hand and, you know, all kinds of things with prepping. Karen Morris is my guest, of course. Um, are you prepared, Mama? Are you prepared, Mama?com Be right back. Don't go anywhere. Hey St. George, are you looking for a full-time job that starts at $15 an hour and has opportunities for quarterly bonuses with many other benefits like free lunches that are made from scratch daily? Or maybe you just want to have a job where you can help people see change in their lives. Then look no further than Balance of Nature. We know how important customers are, but we also know how important our employees are. Balance of Nature is growing at an incredible rate, and we need help. We need your help. Now is the perfect time to put yourself first and do what's right for you. The change you make right now will determine if your future changes or not. Come, grow with Balance of Nature and turn a job into a career. Go to balanceofnature.com slash careers to see a full list of job openings and apply today. Come join our team as Balance of Nature continues to build a future with you in mind. Thanks for listening to The Kate Daly Show. All opinions expressed by the program participants on The Kate Daly Show are solely their own and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of St. George News Radio, KZNU, Canyon Media, or their respective parent companies or advertisers. If you'd like to comment directly, talk lines are open at 888-673-1450. That's 888-673-1450. Or you may email directly at kate at canyonmedia.net. 
Right now is a great time to play golf at the Ledges of St. George with their summer special rates. Come and enjoy 18 holes with cart 6 a.m. to 12 p.m. for just $85. 12 p.m. to 2 p.m. twilight for just $60. 2 p.m. to 4 p.m. super twilight for $45. Or after 4 p.m. sunset for just $35. The greens at the Ledges of St. George are in fantastic shape. And on average, the Ledges Golf Club is 5 degrees cooler than St. George. Call the Pro Shop and mention the special when booking. 435-634-4640. The kids are adults now, but you still want to help them prepare for when times might not be so good. Set them upright with help from the preparedness professionals at Your Family Still Matters. Get back to the basics with home canning, wheat grinding, and home baking essentials. Your Family Still Matters has home dehydrators and sprouting seeds. Stock up on water filtration, camping gear, and mountain house freeze-dried meals. Sleep better at night knowing you set the kids upright. Your Family Still Matters. South Bluff in Holiday Square. Under the big yellow sign that says paintball food storage and violins. Thank you for voting Garage Doors Only, the best garage door company in Southern Utah, three years in a row. It has come to our attention that other garage door companies are capitalizing on the current supply chain issues by grossly overcharging. Don't be pressured or misled into overpaying for repair on your garage door. At Garage Doors Only, we commit to treating you fairly, no pressure tactics and no overcharging. We have the supplies and the professional technicians needed. If we aren't your first call, make us your second opinion, free of charge. Garage Doors Only, where the only thing we do is garage doors. Hi, I'm Dave Mizrahi, owner of Best Mattress. Take your sleep to the next level with a Beautyrest Black or Tempur-Pedic mattress from Best Mattress. These are two of the very, very best mattresses in the world. They both have proprietary cooling technology and both provide the most transformative, luxurious sleep of your life. And right now, get up to a $300 instant gift when you purchase either one. Best Mattress also has quick, easy delivery and a wide variety of financing options. Best brands, best service, best prices, Best Mattress. Sleep easy, friends. Hi, Greg from the three-time award-winning, world-famous Gold Ore Store. I have a major precious metals buyer's alert. Attention Southern Utah and Mesquite, Nevada residents. A Texas billionaire has made a huge silver coin purchase that is putting tremendous pressure on the entire physical silver delivery supply chain. Because the vendor involved cannot source 900,000 silver eagles, we will experience exponential price increases. It is literally happening as I speak. Our insight informant has told us to make sure that our clientele makes their planned purchases immediately to secure not only the lowest price but to be able to secure the actual physical silver bullion get your money out of the failed u.s dollar and into silver now this is the most serious silver supply chain issue that has hit the market since covid19 call gold or store now 435-703-9119 that's 435-703-9119 435-703-9119 Suffering from chronic symptoms that affect your ability to live your life can be frustrating. At Red River Health and Wellness, we know that although lots of people visit doctors and specialists, many still can't find useful answers to symptoms like exhaustion, anxiety, weight gain, hair loss, and more. That's why at Red River we pay close attention to your autoimmune condition and focus on using non-pharmaceutical approaches to help you live your best life. Call Red River at 855-55-RIVER with offices in Logan, South Jordan, Springville, and St. George. Talk lines are open now. Call 888-673-1450. This is the Kate Daly Show. They sure know how to use it. They don't abuse it. Never gonna lose it. I can't refuse it. Mm-hmm. Well, I've never been to England. Welcome back. 
Show. Good little three dog night for you on a Friday. I love Fridays. Um, and make sure uh, to get. Oh, there's a couple of things I want to mention right now. Um, welcome back to the Kate Daly Show. Also, uh, preparewithkate.com, um, and you can even pay on it later. They even have monthly payment plans, which is so fantastic, right? And so go to preparewithkate.com, and when you get there, click on one of the thing, items you see. There's probably like three or four things that list, and then just click, and it'll take you into the site. Um, and then also, I wanted to mention Zelenko. Zelenko, had Dr., the late Dr. Zelenko, who's been on the show multiple times, just um, his products are really great because it's like four-in-one, quercetin, vitamin D, vitamin C, and zinc. You can get those wonderful products right now in bulk. Please go do that. It's at the bottom of my homepage, katedallyradio.com. You can go see that. Go click on that link, and then you don't even have to use a code. You just go right to and it, and uh, right to the site, and it already kind of has the code embedded, okay? So go to the bottom of my webpage and click on Zelenko. You're also going to see um, a link that says Clean Start with a K. And this is so good for food, uh, for prepping, for, for food storage. This is a hand sanitizer that turns into also wound care. And you know, and I know that small wounds can become big ones when you can't get to a doctor, whatever, you know, the case may be, um, and medical attention. So Clean Start acts as wound care, especially if you're off grid. This is amazing. Um, and it has no alcohol in it. And it also has, it's hospital grade, and it also has a moisturizer in it. So it moisturizes your hands. And they have them in the small packs now for your purse. And um, you could, there is small quantities, small containers, and you can kind of keep it everywhere. It is a fantastic thing. Uh, clean Start. Just go there and get that. And then, of course, Balance of Nature. Balance of Nature is just incredible. And that is something that you can store because... Because it has 31 fruits and vegetables. The nutrients of 31 fruits and vegetables combined down into three fruit caplets and three veggie caplets. And it can store. It can store. So I don't know if there's anything in your food storage that is packed with that much in nutrients. It's It's like eating 31 fruits and vegetables a day. So make sure that you're taking it every day to improve your immune system, balance of nature, and then also that you have some on hand as well. And it has a fiber drink uh, that can keep two on your shelf, and that actually balances and uh, everything in your body. It's really great. Go to balanceofnature.com, code Kate. Okay, Kate, and then um, always Kate. A code word is always Kate, and then uh, it gives you thirty-five percent off and 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 free shipping, and they'll ship it out immediately. So get some balance of nature. It's thirty-day money-back guarantee. So you don't like it, ship it back, but you'll love it. All right, Karen Morris. Uh, sorry about all that. So Karen Morris, are you prepared? Mama.com. Are you prepared? Mama.com. They also have a YouTube channel under the same name, and uh, she's one of the best preppers. In fact, um, a year without the grocery store, and boy. I, I don't know what I would do because most people don't because we're so used to going to the store to fill those needs, milk and eggs and bread. How often do we go for those kinds of things? So you live in an apartment or a condo. What do you do, Karen? What do you do? How do you prep? Okay, absolutely. So the first thing I want to say is there is one thing everybody can do, and I don't care how small your space is. You could have a studio apartment. You can do something called microgreens. Microgreens are where you take seeds, and different microgreens are going to have different nutritional profiles, so look them up, but you can grow them in a cookie sheet. You need a little bit of dirt, you need the seeds, and you can grow them, and then when the the stalks get, I'd say, between an inch to two inches high, you can cut them off and eat them. So first thing is they're very fast. 
So if you have no food and you need something fast while you're trying to put together a plan, microgreens are a fast way to do that. Secondly, they have a lot of enzymes and protein. Believe it or not, microgreens had a lot of protein in their profiles, but if you would let like broccoli grow to the full grown, it's not going to have the protein that it has as that little microgreen. So use microgreens if you've got them. And if you don't have them yet, then you need to be looking into that. And I would make that a priority if, especially if you are living in an apartment or some other place where you don't have land that you can grow anything. Then I would say look at your windowsills. Most apartments have decent windowsills. Take a look at what you can grow there because even if it's just your herbs, it's a start. Mm-hmm. Always look at this as a start and say, okay, I'm going to get this next thing going and then I'm going to look for that one after that. But look at your windowsill, see what you can grow. You can grow lettuce on a windowsill. Hmm. So you could have salads. Okay. So if you have you know, all of your windowsills lined with lettuce, you can have a salad every day. And that should be, that'll help your nutritional the nutrition, the nutrition that your body needs. So be looking for stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But if you have like a balcony, you can grow vegetables out there and choose pretty ones because you don't want people realizing you've got food. Right. But use that balcony space. Tomatoes, there's beautiful peppers out there. There are um, decorative cabbages that you can grow, other things like that. So be looking for what you can grow on your balcony in a small space and lettuce. You can grow lettuce almost everywhere. So look at those things, even if you are in an apartment or a condominium or other places where you can't grow a lot of food, take a look at that. And then I would talk to a friend who has some land and say, could I rent a 10 by 10 10 Mm -hmm. plot from you? Right, right. And what can I grow in that? So you have to learn to think outside the box. But there are lots of things that you can do, even if you live in an apartment or a condo. No, I really like that. What about getting a rental space? I mean, and putting it there, do you advise splitting up your food storage a little bit, not having it all in one place? I think that's very, very wise to do that. At mm-hmm. one point, we had rented a climate-controlled storage space, and we kept some of our long-term food storage in there when we didn't have room at the the place that we were living at that time. So, and now we don't have all of our food storage in one place. We actually have a couple of different places that we keep our food storage. So I, I think it's wise because then if one place gets raided, you've got more food to fall back on from another place. I think so too. And there might be that I'm just going to say this. You might want to keep some other things there as well. Wink, wink. You guys know what I'm talking about. So, um, so on spices, I know that there was an experiment done with some women and they, they lived off of, uh, just what they had in their cupboard. And they said, you know, after a while we realized that we were lacking in spices. We couldn't, everything just was tasting so horrible because we had no way to give it some flavor. And a lot of people miss that, don't they? They do. They do. That's one of the main things that I would say is a a blind spot that most people who do food storage are going to find. Mm -hmm. So what would you recommend, though? Like if you could only store a couple of things or let's like say you didn't have a ton of money, but you wanted to have some flavor, what would you store? I would store, well, everybody needs to store salt and pepper because those are just the basics. Those will cover a lot of your bases. But chili, I would say chili powder is a big one because if you do tacos or if you do chili at all, you're going to want something with chili powder. Mm-hmm. So take a look at that. I would say you want some Italian spices. So like your oregano and your basil, you're going to want something in that family. You're going to want like something for sweet. So I'd say cinnamon. Cloves are a little bit more expensive, but they're still mm-hmm. very versatile. And so garlic. those are the ones that I would major on. Mm-hmm. But 
we keep onion powder, garlic, honestly, onion and garlic powder are another two that I would say everybody has to have because yeah. you're going to use it all yeah. the time. So those are the spices that I major on here at our house. Mm-hmm. I love it because uh, garlic, I mean, I, that is so true. Make sure you have these things. And then what about butter, oil? Because, I mean, it, canned butter, red feather butter. Uh, I have some red mm-hmm. feather butter. So what that comes in a can and you pop it open and it's butter. Yep. I mean, it's just already done. So what would you recommend on, because I know that's another blind spot, isn't it? Like how to cook? It what is. are you going to cook with? Yes. So there are certain fats that do last longer. I don't know that I call them long-term food storage, but like coconut oil can last up to 18 months if stored properly. Mm-hmm. Also, look for ghee. Um, ghee, well, I wouldn't put it on toast because it definitely doesn't taste the same as butter. You can get a decent amount of ghee. Like at Costco, I think it's like probably about a half a gallon of ghee you can get for about $22. Okay. So ghee is butter that has had the milk solids removed, and it makes it shelf-stable. So that will last for a period of time because it is already shelf-stable. So it's the kind of thing where you could cook with it, mm-hmm. but I wouldn't, again, use it as an actual condiment for my food, kind of like the sour cream powder or the right. cream cheese powder. Right. And so coconut oil lasting 18 months, there's really no other oil you can store, is there? I mean, without a getting Not that's going to last. Yeah, because most of them are going to go rancid. So even coconut oil, you want to make sure you stir it in a a stable temperature. You Mm -hmm. don't want it to be swinging temperatures. So you do want to take that into consideration. But you can find places where you can get five-gallon bucket of coconut oil. It's expensive. It would run you, last time I bought it, it would Mm -hmm. run me about $150. I'm going to guess it's probably closer to $250 at this point. But five gallons is going to last you a long time. Absolutely. Okay. And then what about lard? Lard, same thing. Lard absolutely works. If you have access to, um, well, if you can buy lard, that's going to be more expensive. But if you are going to have a pig butchered, Uh you can render your own lard very easily in a crock pot. So, and then you can store it. Whenever we cook bacon, my daughter saves all the bacon grease. And we use that in recipes and things as well. Plus, I don't know if you know this, but on Amazon, you can buy a one-gallon bucket of bacon fat. And it will last for a long time. Oh, wow. I did not know this. Okay. Bacon fat. Wow. Interesting stuff. Karen, you're blowing my mind. So tell me, okay. I, so, okay. What else are you asked about? What kinds of tips can you give people? Because I know right now, because people are overwhelmed, I get it, but you got to kind of think about a lot of things. You do because of, of the, of the way I think, um, they might, well, let me put it this way. When we went off to break, I said, word on the street EMP. The other word on the street is a nuke, a nuke strike to maybe one city in America, okay? If that's the case, if that really happens, and things have been said before, but I'm just going to say, okay, this is a rumor. If this happens, I can see them using that for a, a major lockdown, right? Fear of other cities getting hit and, you know, yada, yada, yada. So I, I could see a lockdown because they've kind of burned out covid for lockdowns, right? So I could see that happening and I could see it happening in the fall and certainly disruptive to elections and, and so forth. And so a lot of people are so reliant on certain things per month. Please get some medications ahead. Please get some um, supplements ahead and, and, and kind of be thinking about what am I, what am I always going to the store for? Right? I mean, we don't really think Absolutely. about those things and they, maybe it's not food. Maybe it's different things. I don't right. know. Look, look at the types of things that you buy your family on a yearly basis, undergarments, mm-hmm. socks, um, blue jeans. Think right. of those types of things and, you know, pick up an extra set right. the next time you go to Walmart. 
as far as clothes, we do most of our shopping at Goodwill because mm-hmm. we can get a better deal sure. most of the time. We go on $2 Tuesday. So, you Love know, it. anything under five ninety nine is only $2. Oh, and yes. I can walk out of there with two huge bags right, right. for, you know, 50 to $60, and all of my family has gotten clothes. So mm-hmm. stock up on some of those things now. Look at your next two seasons right. and see what you're going to need. But I'm also going to say, I know you asked me to tell you about what I get asked about. I'm mm-hmm. actually going to swap it on its head, and I'm going to tell you what I don't get asked about, and I wish I would. Okay. I don't think enough people put enough emphasis on, if you have kids, having entertainment at home. And I'm not talking about just DVDs. Right, right. I am talking about, do you have coloring books, crayons? Do you have games? Do you have musical instruments that they can play? Do you have... Different. Do you have paper so that they can draw? Do you have books to teach them how to draw? Right. Do you have books that they can read that are not electronic in case of an EMP? Yeah. So I think these are things that you great. That aren't asked about that people don't consider. And then I also want to say that if there were an EMP, there is a very inexpensive way for you to take care of your, like we keep some electronics put away specifically in case of an EMP. And what right. we've done is you can get five-gallon, at least the last time I looked, I could still get them on Amazon, but like five-gallon galvanized steel buckets, mm-hmm. and I line it with cardboard, and then I take all of my electronic items that I want to have in there, and I will put foil around it, and then fabric, and then nice. I put them in here. Nice. And that is, we keep, so we have two five-gallon galvanized steel buckets, and they have things like flashlights we have mm-hmm. a, an old cell phone that has apps on it we have nice. a dvd player we have solar power battery chargers in there we have that's um, wonderful love this advice different electronics that we use regularly okay. mm-hmm. that we keep an extra stash just in case love it so that's how we handle it for emps and like i say it's not that expensive. It's mm-hmm. just something you have to think about. I love it. I think everybody should. I love the advice. I think everybody should also have um, some some uh, rubber boots, galoshes they can slip on if there's yes. an earthquake, flooding, emergency. Because most people don't think of that, and you got to you got to be able to get around. So and they're cheap. They're right. really cheap. You can go grab some at Walmart. Just some rubber boots you can just slip on over your shoes, yep. right? Yep. So so many Absolutely. things. Okay. So the website. We're out of time, but the website is um. Where is it? What's the website? Oh, are you prepared? Are you prepared, Mama? Are you prepared, Mama? dot com. Are you prepared, Mama? dot com. Also, go to her uh, YouTube channel and like it, subscribe. And um, Karen, you're always such a treat to have on. I just absolutely always learn so much from you. So thank you for coming back on the show. Thank you for having me. I've had a wonderful time. Oh, me too. And uh, a year without the grocery store, grab that book. And she has a planner she's coming, she has right now too. You'll, you know, go to the website and you can find this. And it's a planner on what to concentrate, which month, and kind of lays out all of these different things, three things a month that you should be working on. And I love that idea because then you're not overwhelmed. Thank you so much, Karen. And uh, I I can't even talk today. How am I going to do the last hour? I will be right back. And I have a lot of info for you and a lot of little pieces to put together. I'll be right back on the Kate Daly Show. We have got to get out and have some TV expert to tell us what to do today. I hate relying on common sense. The Kate Daly Show starts now. (laughs) 
When people ask me, why are you so skeptical of what the medical establishment tells us? I say, because I've seen them react to a virus before. By 1987, CDC officials pretty much knew how HIV was spreading and who was in danger. But science can be arbitrary. And instead of being precise and focusing on who should be protected, we launched a fear campaign about how AIDS was going to explode into the heterosexual community. And the upshot of bad information was that in the late 1980s, low-risk Americans were swamping testing facilities and diverting our attention and energy away from the truly at-risk. 78 percent who've died or been hospitalized were overweight. If you're obese and unvaccinated or 85 and still crowd surfing at music festivals, doesn't it make more sense to focus on helping the vulnerable stay safe and let the rest of us go back to living normal lives? Big thank you to Karen Morris. That was great on uh, prepping. I hope you guys gleamed a lot of Good, good tips off of that. Things that we should be doing right now. Everybody's, you know, they've got that feeling, that gut feeling. It's like, ooh, and this manufactured food shortage uh, is coming. And right now is your window to prepare. Go to preparewithkate.com and order some food, please. You can pay on it later. Um, And get some Zelenko um, products, the four-in-one, as far as like quercetin, zinc, all that vitamin C, vitamin D. It's a great way to take it and minimize, you know, 100 pills. It's fantastic. And his supplements are so good. They're very natural and they're very wonderful, Uh, the late Dr. Zelenko. Um, So the headlines right now, I just want to mention because I'm going to, I'll bring you some research, but the the headlines right now. Sorry, it's just, it's excruciating um, <laughs> to look at the headlines. Uh, so, of course, uh, look, at, look, at, look at where our focus is supposed to be. Feds hunt stolen nuke docs. Search warrant next. Espionage Act violations. Obstruction of justice with a picture of Trump and on fire. <laughs> uh, okay, this is theater. This is so much theater. <laughs> okay. So let's talk about big picture, shall we? Because um, there, were, there were two things. One uh, in the news today on the headlines was uh, polio again in New York City sewage. Okay, I guess they're only finding this in New York. Interesting. And um, also monkeypox tra- transfers from human to dog for the first time. Two gay men had sex and then their dog showed up with testing positive for polio. They are monkeypox. I'm sorry. They they tested positive for monkeypox. Then the dog, t- sorry, when the dog tested positive for monkeypox. <clears throat> anyway, you can just draw your own conclusions. So, I I'm looking at these headlines, and we just we just need some big picture stuff right now because of I think what's coming, what they're going to be doing, and right now everything is just. It's like temporary theater. So you just kind of look at it as temporary theater. So let's talk about, uh, let's, let's talk about um, some research that I've been, I've been doing and a question that I had that I, it was hard to answer and I couldn't get an answer from anybody. And there was, a, uh, there was this great piece and, and it was talking about 1907, 1915, an outbreak of sickness in New York, right? And this is what gave the director of the Rockefeller Institute, Simon Flexner. Simon Flexner is an important person back then, not important good, important bad. Um, Back then, he was running the Rockefeller Institute, and he seized upon an outbreak of sickness, okay, as this opportunity 
to lay claim to the discovery of something invisible. And he would name it virus. Okay? He would name this virus, and he would call it, end up calling it poliomyelitis. Poliomyelitis. Now, I did a show a month ago, I don't know, um, about virus. And I think it was kind of eye-opening. Some people had a hard time with that. Oh, no, we were always, uh, viruses are viruses. I mean, how, how can you question that? But maybe you'll question it after you hear this, okay? So the word poliomyelitis simply means this. It's an inflammation of the spinal cord gray matter. That's what it means. That's what it is. Inflammation of the spinal cord gray matter. And there were a bunch of New Yorkers and some in New Jersey, New Jersey, which was a huge outbreak um, and uh, of this thing, which I'll get into. And it was mostly kids. And they designated this with some form of this polio uh, myelitis. And it included paralysis and even death. And so during the first half of the 20th century, the early 1900s, um, every key phrase uh, of this business was controlled by people to, who, to what became the Rockefeller Medical Cabal. Okay? So keep that in mind as we're talking. This fraud started with claims by the director of the Rockefeller Institute, Simon Flexner, that he and his colleague, Paul Lewis, had isolated a pathogen, but it was invisible to the eye. But they had isolated this thing, even though it was invisible. Smaller, they said, than a bacteria which they claimed caused the paralyzing sickness in a series of outbreaks in the United States. Well, how did they come to this idea? And this information coming from um, William Engdahl. William Engdahl used to be kind of a, I think, a hardcore leftist. And he does a lot of research on deep state. And he goes back and and, uh, we we talk uh, every now and again because he does some very, very good research on deep state in the last five years. It's just been really good. And um, so I applaud some of the work that he's doing. And there was a paper published in 1909, and it was the journal of the new, brand new American Medical Association, the AMA, the glorified AMA. And Flexner claimed that he and this Paul Lewis... They had isolated this invisible thing, and they reported they had successfully, quote-unquote, passaged poliomyelitis through several monkeys, from monkey to monkey. And they began by injecting diseased human, so they injected this into the monkeys, diseased human spinal cord tissue of a young boy who had died, presumably from this invisible virus. And they, they, they injected it, into the brains of the monkeys. You heard me, right? They were injecting this into the brains of the monkeys, the spinal cord tissue from this boy that died. After the monkey fell ill, a suspension of its diseased spinal cord tissue was injected into the brains of other monkeys who fell ill. Okay? I know you're wondering right now, seriously, is this, this was science? I mean, you're injecting this into... This diseased, this diseased spinal, spinal cord tissue into monkeys, okay? Anyway, so they proclaimed that the Rockefeller Institute doctors had proven poliomyelitis virus causality for this mystery disease. They hadn't done anything like that at all. This was the lie. Let me, let me serve up the lie to you. Flexner and Lewis even admitted it. 
This is what they said. They even admitted the lie. We failed utterly to discover, I'm quoting, we failed utterly to discover bacteria either in film preparations or in cultures that would account for the disease. And since among our long series of propagations of the virus in monkeys, not one animal showed in the lesions, right, um, described by, you know, various investigators, we failed to obtain any such bacteria from the human material studied by the U.S., but studied by us. We felt that they would be excluded from consideration. So what did they then do? They made this bizarre supposition. It wasn't a scientific claim. They took their hypothesis of viral um, exogenous agency and made it a fact without any proof because they didn't want to be discounted. So they asserted this, this comment. Therefore, the infecting agent of epidemic poliomyelitis belongs to the class of the minute and filterable viruses that have not thus far been demonstrated with certainty under the microscope. Therefore, hmm, doesn't sound like he did what he wanted to put out there, does it? Simon Flexner asserted it must be a polio virus killing the monkeys because they couldn't find another explanation, not because they proved it. In fact, he did not look for any other source of illness because they just wanted the conclusion that they wanted to come to. This is why it, end, it was ended up, they ended up calling this polio, this invisible thing. It was not a scientific isolation. It was wild speculation because they didn't prove it. They just didn't come up with any other explanation. So they came up with one explanation and then pretty much, you know, claimed that it was science. And they, uh, they titled this in the, uh, the Journal of American Medical Association. They titled it in 1909, The Nature of the Virus of Epidemic poliomyelitis, which became polio, the name polio. The so-called virus they were injecting into monkeys was hardly pure. It was diseased. They were taking something diseased and injecting it into the monkeys and then observing them for a disease. Does that sound weird? It also contained uh, an undetermined amount of contaminants. So what they did was they took, it was almost like a mixer, right, at the time, and they pureed spinal cord, brain, fecal matter, flies, flies that were ground up and injected them into monkeys to induce paralysis. Yeah. They took all of that, blended it up, and injected it into monkeys to induce paralysis. And until Jonas Salk won approval from U.S. government in April 1955 for the polio vaccine, no scientific proof of existence of a virus causing poliomyelitis or infantile paralysis, which is what it was called early on um, in 1907, as it was commonly known, had been proven. And that is the case to this day. The medical world all took Rockefeller's director, Flexner, Simon Flexner's word for it, that it must be a virus. Has to be a virus because Simon Flexner said so, and he's from the Rockefeller Institute. 
It was it was obviously inconclusive. He still published it. And then what did they do? They highly acclaimed it. They basically put it on a pedestal. And Simon Flexner then got his brother, Abraham Flexner, to do a study. He, all he was was a teacher <laughs> to do a study. They claimed it came from the American Medical Association. It came from the Rockefeller General Education Board. Right? And the Carnegie Foundation, the ones that uh, took your education and majorly screwed with it and just totally wiped out our education. And, uh, of course, uh, that was founded by Andrew Carnegie, Rockefeller's close friend. You got all these people doing a study to try to prove that this was the case. Be right back. Kate Daly. Hi, guys. It's not Andrew. It's James at Garage Doors Only. We aren't here to talk about ED. But we will promise that your garage door will go up on demand and down when you are done using it. No need to go to the hospital if it won't go down. Just call us and we'll fix the problem. At Garage Doors Only, we have technology that's proven to provide instant results in your garage. Find out for yourself why Garage Doors Only has been in business for over 22 years and has been voted the best of Southern Utah three years in a row. Garage Doors Only, where garage doors is all we do. Do you hate the sound of this? Does even the thought of it give you anxiety about going to the dentist? This is Sheldon Demke, and at Common Sense Family Dentistry, Dr. Scott Stuckey is now performing dentistry with a high-tech laser. This is the most recent piece of technology that's changing your experience at the dentist. The laser takes the drill, the needle, and the noise out of dental visits. Plus, the laser is 50% faster, and it's virtually sensation-free. No more stressing about going to the dentist. That's right. This is Amy, and Dr. Stuckey used the laser on my last appointment, and it was amazing to get a feeling with no drill, no needle, and no high-pitched noise. Come see what the laser's all about and take advantage of the Common Sense Family Dentistry $50 new patient special. You'll see why Dr. Stuckey at Common Sense Family Dentistry has been voted Best of Southern Utah four years in a row. Call and make an appointment at 435-628-5001. Dr. Stuckey at Common Sense Family Dentistry, he's my dentist. Caring for an elder family member can be worrisome and overwhelming. You want your loved ones to receive personalized care. Ovation Sienna Hills is the answer. They don't sacrifice anything in their assisted living and memory care communities. Mom and dad can stay in assisted living, left incapable in caring hands. Call Ovation Sienna Hills to schedule your private tour today. 435-429-0000. Ovation Sienna Hills, enhancing the life of every person they serve. Hi, Greg from the three-time award-winning, world-famous Gold Ore Store. I have a major precious metals buyer's alert. Attention Southern Utah and Mesquite, Nevada residents. A Texas billionaire has made a huge silver coin purchase that is putting tremendous pressure on the entire physical silver delivery supply chain. Because a vendor involved cannot source 900,000 silver eagles, we will experience exponential price increases. It is literally happening as I speak. Our insider informant has told us to make sure that our clientele makes their planned purchases immediately to secure not only the lowest price, but to be able to secure the actual physical silver bullion. Get your money out of the failed U.S. dollar and into silver now. This is the most serious silver supply chain issue that has hit the market since COVID-19. Call Gold Ore Store now, 435-703-9119. That's 435-703-9119. 435-703-9119. Hi guys, it's Andrew with Wasatch Medical Clinic. Is erectile dysfunction damaging your relationship? Are you sick of the pill and all the side effects? Well, welcome to the future. We have a major medical breakthrough. 
Wasatch Medical Clinic uses the most advanced form of wave therapy. Backed by 60 clinical studies, our technology uses pressure waves to repair and open up blood vessels. We've helped countless men get rid of their ED. But what is the true end result? Their relationship, even their lives, improve drastically. If you're ready to regain your love life, call us right now, and not only will the assessment and ultrasound be free, we'll also give you a gift that produces immediate results in the bedroom. It almost never fails. This is worth $550, and it's free to callers right now. 435-922-7000. That's 435-922-7000. Put a stop to your erectile dysfunction and experience what I call the happiness ripple effect. Call Wasatch Medical Clinic now, 435-922-7000. Vista Healthcare continues to grow their medical team by welcoming Dr. Carmen Gota, rheumatologist and Dr. Sean Allen, neurologist. Both are now accepting patients. Vista's unique treatment path customizes their patients' specific needs with specialties ranging from primary care and pain management to neurology and rheumatology. Appointments are available now by going online to vista-hc.com or by calling 435 215 0257. Vista Healthcare, voted best of Southern Utah. If you're looking for the best local businesses in Southern Utah, check out bestofsouthernutah.com. Whatever you need for you, your family, and your home, you will find the best local companies at bestofsouthernutah.com. Best of Southern Utah. Or grab a copy of the Best of Southern Utah magazine available throughout Southern Utah. Best of Southern Utah. Best of Southern Utah brought to you by Dixie Power, energizing life. Best of Southern Utah. Talk lines are open now. Call 888-673-1450. This is the Kate Daly Show. I've seen all good people turn their heads each day So satisfied I'm on my way I've seen all good people turn their heads each day So satisfied I'm on my way All right, welcome back. Hey, Dally Show. And, of course, that's, uh, I think, yes, right? I've seen all good people. Ah, so much to go over. Okay, so... um, I also wanted, of course, balance of nature. Please go get balance of nature. Help your immune system to thwart some of the things I'm going to be talking about. And uh, please, 35% off free shipping and 31 fruits and vegetables a day. And get some extra for food storage. Please. Um, also, go go get the collector's coin, please. Help this show. I'm asking. <laughs> because uh, I, I can't, we can't do the show um, without it, because there's no corporation standing there to help. So, which which is what we want, because we want to make, remain who we are. So please go to katedallyradio.com and pick up a collector's coin of this coin, and you'll it, it's a, it's a beautiful coin, by the way, silver coin. It puts a little money back in your pocket too, and uh, hopefully, I, from what we've been told, silver's going up. So please, 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 um, go grab one and help uh, free speech. It's disintegrating. Okay, so let me go on because there's some there's some really good points here I need to make. So Simon Flexner from the Rockefeller Foundation needed to get some cred. Okay, he needed more credibility to sell this idea of this invisible thing that he named a virus. And um, he was he was publishing his inconclusive, you know, study. 
Um, and he arranged for his brother, who was just a school teacher, no medical background whatsoever, uh, to head this joint study between the AMA, the Rockefellers, and the Carnegie Foundation, because Rockefeller's friend owned the Carnegie Foundation. And by 1910, it was, it was titled the Flexner Report. Now, I've talked about this before because all, everything that I'm giving you right now, I've talked about in bits and pieces before in my own research. So, so th- then we had the Flex. The Flexner Report was the catalyst for kind of getting rid of the country doctor and getting rid of all of the homeopathic things we used to do and really shore up pharma and the introduction uh, and really give the AMA the street cred to to run, right, to absolutely run our medical institutions. So the Flexner report, what, what happened was, was uh, Simon Flexner's brother, Abraham, who's the school teacher, went around to every U.S. medical school, and he would recommend who got to stay and who got to go. <laughs> I'm not kidding. He's a school teacher, and he recommended that only half of the medical schools would be closed, right? So he recommended that a half of the 165 medical schools that we had here in the United States would be closed because he would define them as substandard. And this reduced competition, right, for other approaches to healing disease. Okay? No one's going to find out what the cause of this was, right? They had they had made up, really, um, virus. And so now you've got to shore that up by training the doctors only one way, and that was to believe in virus. So what do you do? You close down half the schools. AMA takes really takes them over at that point. And they target naturopathic medical schools and chiropractic and osteopaths. And they, they, they basically just say, ugh, you know, that is not going to be, you know, anybody that was unwilling to join up to be the AMA school of medicine wasn't going to make it. And the Rockefeller money went to the select schools to shore them up. Okay. And there was a curriculum, but the curriculum now through the AMA to train all your doctors up was drugs and surgery as treatment. No prevention, no nutrition, no toxicology as possible cause, nothing. And they accepted the germ theory, uh, Pasteur's germ theory of disease. And that was the only thing taught, which claims one germ to one disease reductionism. One germ to one disease reductionism. That was the claim of the germ theory. Rockefeller-controlled media launched this whole coordinated witch hunt against all forms of alternative medicine, herbal remedies, natural vitamins, chiropractic, anything that um, Rockefeller uh, didn't think would support pharma. The Rockefeller Institute uh, Virology Laboratory established uh, viral virology as an independent field. That's when that happened because Simon Flexner said this little invisible thing was called a virus and he had nothing to support that. Nothing. He didn't prove it. He just claimed it. So now they have an entire section of virology. And um, so virology, a reductionist medical fraud, was the creation of the Rockefellers. And that fact is buried in all of the old records of medicine today. So the diseases uh, such as smallpox, measles, polio were declared caused by invisible pathogens called specific viruses. And if scientists could isolate 
the invisible virus. I'm not sure how you do that with an invisible virus. Theoretically, they could find vaccines to protect people from harm. Why do you think they had the vaccine before they even named COVID? Had it ready to go. Already in production. And so their theory went well. And it was this huge boon for the Rockefeller cartel of the pharma- and the pharmaceutical companies. So Simon Flexner and Rockefeller succeeded in 1911 in having the symptoms that were being called polio to be entered into U.S. public health law as contagious, infectious disease caused by an airborne virus. Let me say that again. Simon Flexner, who ran the Rockefeller Institute and the whole entire Rockefeller Institute, 1911, they succeeded in having the symptoms that were called polio to be entered into U.S. public health law as contagious, infectious disease caused by an airborne virus. Yet even they admitted they had not proven how the disease enters the body of humans. They never prevent, they never ever could prove that it was infectious. They never could prove it was contagious. They couldn't prove anything. They did still not know how those people that had whatever they had, okay, they didn't know how it got into their bodies. What, what have you been told nonstop? Oh, contagious. Oh, six feet apart. Oh, your germs are traveling. Oh, droplets. They never proved it from the very beginning. As one uh, experienced doctor pointed out in a medical journal in 1911, he said, our present knowledge of the possible methods of contagion is based almost entirely upon the work that the Rockefeller Institute did. This is how all your doctors are trained, ladies and gentlemen. In 1951, Dr. Ralph Scobie, a critic of the Rockefellers, uh, rushed to judgment on polio contagion, said, quote, this of course placed reliance on animal experiments rather than clinical investigations. And Scobie pointed out the lack of proof that, that polio was contagious. Children affected with the disease were kept in general hospital wards and that not a single one of the other inmates of the wards of the hospital was ever affected. So how was it contagious? You know, when I was with my husband for 10 days and he had pneumonia, I didn't get pneumonia. No one in the family got pneumonia. Nobody he was around got pneumonia. It was only him. And think about how many times in your life that's true for you too. Children affected with the disease were kept in these these wards, right? And everybody was told it was contagious. By having polio, um, oh, and here's the rest of the statement. The general attitude at the time was summed up in 1911. This was the sentiment. It seems to us, despite the lack of absolute proof, that the best interests of the community would be conserved by our regarding the disease as contagious. That's, I, I can't make this up. The best interests of the community would be conserved by simply regarding the disease as contagious. Never ever proving it, never having anything to say it was. But look how much control you get if you say something is contagious. How do all these things happen? Your own immune system breaks down. And of course, stuff develops inside your own body. Can you actually get sick from somebody else? They never proved that. By having um, polio symptoms classified as a highly contagious disease caused by an invisible, alleged, external, contagious virus, the Rockefeller Institute and the AMA were able to cut off any serious research 
for any other explanation because now they own the medical schools too. Nobody was going to look. And the exposure to chemicals, remember that our food started getting major chemicals added for mass production. Before then, it was local farms, right? Local everything. We went into mass production, and Pharmacia was on a roll. They were, they were putting stuff in the food, started spraying things, all kinds of new chemicals from Pharmacia, which is called sorcery. Pharmacia comes up, but nobody was going to investigate if it was coming from that. And so during the 1930s, during the Depression and then war, a few more major uh out little well, I've not. They're more like little outbreaks of polio were noted in certain places immediately after World War II. That's when the polio drama exploded, right? Okay. And so think about that. Right after World War II, and in 1938, the support of presumed polio victim, right, Franklin Roosevelt. He established the National Foundation for Infantile Paralysis, which became the March of Dimes. And that was founded to solicit tax-exempt donations to fund polio research. Now, get this. This was the first time the government was funding disease research based on Flexner's claim that viruses were contagious and infectious and you could get them from other people. That was the March of Dimes. So during the Second World War, while still at the Rockefeller Foundation, this new guy, Henry Cum, was a a consultant to U.S. Army, where he oversaw field studies in Italy, and he directed these field studies for the use of DDT, the chemical they sprayed, and they supposedly, it was supposed to cure typhus and malaria, mosquitoes in the marshes, near Rome and Naples. Did you know we only had, from 42 to 1945, we only had six deaths from malaria in the United States? Yeah. But they needed to cover the entire country with DDT because we were so afraid of dying of malaria? What? Doesn't even make sense, does it? They had, they had come up with this. The guy was even given a Nobel Prize for it. Paul Mueller, given a Nobel Prize for coming up with uh, DDT. Um, And it was a Swiss drug firm. And it was first authorized on U.S. Army soldiers in 1943 as a general disinfectant against head lice, mosquitoes, and many other insects. And until the war's end, almost all DDT production in the U.S. went to the military. In 1945, the chemical companies could not wait for this brand new market called the USA. And what did they say? We're going to cure malaria. Did anyone even ask whether or not we were afraid of malaria over here? We didn't have a problem with that. And uh, they used it to get in. And the U.S. government had a restricted report on insecticides issued by the Office of Scientific Research and Development in 1944. And that warned against all the effects, toxic effects of DDT in humans and animals. And uh, 1949 article, DDT is a poison. DDT is a cumulative poison. Uh, Inevitable, large-scale intoxication of the American population. And then we had the big polio outbreak, right? Be right back on the Kate Daly Show. you got to listen to this last part. Are you looking for a new beginning? 
new job that can be the right fit for you. With a fun and friendly atmosphere, now is your chance to come work for one of the best companies in Southern Utah at our production facility in Hilldale. Among many other amazing job opportunities, we're looking for encapsulation operators and manufacturing blend technicians. These jobs are anchors of the company. Full-time positions start at $19 an hour with perks, including healthy daily lunches at no cost to you. Access to free Balance of Nature products at work and opportunities for growth within the company to management type positions. Start your new beginning by going to balanceofnature.com slash careers for a full list of job openings and apply today. Come join our team as Balance of Nature builds a future with you in mind. The summer heat is here, and if your garage isn't cooled with the ductless Mitsubishi cooling and heating unit, it's likely to become as empty as the desert outside. Let the pros at Air Care Professionals help you reclaim your space by installing a Mitsubishi electric ductless heating and air conditioning unit today. And purchase a ductless system from Air Care Professionals this month and get up to $300 off and 0% equipment financing options OAC. Call the pros at 628-2423 or online at aircarepros.com. And thank you for voting them Best of Southern Utah. Four years in a row. Can you imagine not being stressed going to the dentist? So often, going to the dentist includes feeling pressured. Well, you don't have to imagine anymore. At Imagine Family Dentistry, they believe in no pressure. They'll tell you what you need, and you tell them what you want. And if you don't have insurance, it's okay. Imagine Family Dentistry has a value savings plan. You can save hundreds of dollars utilizing it. And with their new patient exam, they just make it so easy. At Imagine Family Dentistry, new patients receive an exam, a cleaning, x-rays, and a hygiene kit, all for only $75. At that price, you can afford to get the whole family in. Just imagine a dentist that doesn't pressure you. They simply take care of you and your family. Visit Imagine Family Dentistry today, located off Bluff Street between Kmart and Smith's. Or to make an appointment, call 435-656-1111. That's 435-656-1111. How well do algorithms answer your questions? Your specific query will be addressed with a pre-written standardized reply. Thank you, customer. When you need help with life's important decisions like life insurance, home and auto coverage, and even retirement planning, turn to Farm Bureau Financial Services, the people who rely on relationships, not robots, to help you make smart decisions. Find us at fbfs.com protect. It's your future. Let's protect it. I have a secret to share with you. It's Greg from the three-time Best of Southern Utah award-winning Gold Ore Store. Recently, a mega-rich Texas billionaire decided to buy $50 million worth of silver coins. And over half the funds are buying U.S. Treasury-minted American Silver Eagles, which equals 900,000 coins. And this is just the beginning, folks. Word is the next purchase will be a half a billion dollars. This huge purchase volume has already put tremendous pressure against the entire precious metals industry. As here's the secret, folks, several of the major private mints actually produce the coin planchets used to make the Silver Eagles. It figures the government creates nothing but discord and huge mountains of debt. Buy silver now before the billionaires literally steal it out from underneath all of us. 
Gold Ore Store, your trusted partner in all things precious metal. We buy and sell gold, silver, and so much more. Gold Ore Store, 435-703-9119. That's 435-703-9119. We have got to get out and have some fun again. I'm so ready. You know, Casablanca was named gold winner in the RJ's 2020 Best of Las Vegas for Destination Casino Resorts. Casablanca in Mesquite? Golf, spa, Catherine Steakhouse. I can hit the links. While I... I hit the spa. Casablanca, here we come. Book your $99 room and golfer spa getaway today at mesquitegaming.com or call 877-GETAWAY. Casablanca Resort Casino in Mesquite, just like Vegas used to be. Must be 21 years or older. Ladies and gentlemen, let's get ready for summer. It's time to change your watering clock. Water up to four times a week between dusk and dawn. And clock on. Learn more at WCWCD.org. That's WCWCD.org. Talk lines are open now. Call 888-673-1450. This is the Kate Daly Show. Coming for to carry me home. A band of angels coming after me, coming for to carry me home. Swing low, sweet chariot, coming for to carry me home. Swing low, sweet chariot, coming for to carry me home. Welcome back, Kate Daly Show. Uh, this is why I mentioned things like uh, inside out hyperbarics because I uh, getting a really clear understanding of pharma and how they infiltrated your doctor's education, your uh, life, uh, all of the things we've all been through as a populace. I try to get away from them as much as you can. And hyperbaric machines are just incredible. They're just incredible. They solve so many issues because you're going to the core reason that something's wrong, and that is getting oxygen into the cell. Please, please, please go and, and get a hyperbaric machine. You can pay on it later. Um, go to Inside Out Hyperbarics with an S, insideouthyperbarics.com. Ask them questions. See if this is right for you, but you can share this with family and friends and, and everybody else. So let me get to the let me get to the question I had that I had to answer. Okay, so basically, um, the the U.S. Department of Agriculture was telling farmers wash your cows in DDT and and cornfields were aerated with DDT. I mean everything was DDT, and all of a sudden we had this huge spike. Nobody ever says why do we have a spike in polio? Um, because in the 1950s, because because they were they were uh, spraying this. Okay, and. Um, there was a courageous doctor that came out. His name was Fred Klenner, and he came out and he was trying to say that absorbic acid vitamin C, that his victims that had toxic poisoning from DDT, they were, it was being resolved by using vitamin C. And uh, this, was, this was before uh, Linus Pauling Nobel Prize research on vitamin C came out, and he had all this remarkable success, right? Because the epidemics were also in the summer, Remember that in the summer, 1949 to 1951. And vitamin C was working for these people, just like it worked for my husband in the hospital, right? Same kind of thing. 
You just have to go back to the root things. And um, so the Rockefeller Institute and the AMA had no interest in this at all and did not want to hear about you know this. And the Rockefeller-controlled National Foundation of Infantile Paralysis, as it was called, were only funding polio vaccine development. That was all they were concentrating on. Does that sound familiar right now? That was all they were concentrating on was how can we sell a vaccine? How can we manufacture a vaccine? Based on the unproven Flexner claim that polio was a contagious virus, which it was not. Was it a result of being poisoned? Well, I think it was. And um, so they were using, anyway, the vitamin C was rejected as quackery. Remember what I got told in the the hospital? That did nothing. (laughs) Okay. So summer of 51 to 52, polio cases at an all-time high. Um, and uh, the number of cases diagnosed in polio, then, of course, right after that, began to decline. And um, it was pretty dramatic until about the year 1955. And what happened in 1955? So it was already on the decline. It was already phasing out. Jonas Salt comes up with the polio shot, approved for the public use. And about a year before the sudden decline in polio, Farmers whose dairy cows were suffering from the still the severe effects of DDT were advised by U.S. agriculture to reduce DDT. Okay. Farmers reduced DDT a year before, and oddly enough, the cases of polio went back down. They didn't need a vaccine, but the vaccine program, see, had already gotten started with government funding. And it was the only thing they were doing. They weren't looking for cause. They weren't looking for anything else. They just wanted a shot that they could sell you that would hurt your immune system, right? And what do we do today? And the reason I'm bringing this up is because uh, we all, those naysayers out there that have such a hard time, well, polio, that's the Trump card. Everybody plays the Trump card. It's polio. Without polio, we'd be screwed. No, that's not true at all. And it's only 1% that even have paralysis or death. Everybody else was fine. Same as anything, including what you want to call blovid. Okay. Um, but there was lots of, of stuff coming out of the DDT spraying. There was a chronic fatigue syndrome, um, encephalitis, meningitis, uh, muscular sclerosis started to grow. Muscular sclerosis started to become a big thing. Same with, uh, Guillain-Barre. Okay. So you have this happen, but here was, here was the problem I was having. There were outbreaks in, um, like say 1915, Okay, there was this little outbreak in New Jersey, in Trenton, New Jersey, to be specific, and New York. That's where, that's where most of it was. And so my problem was, wait a minute, what caused that then? If DDT, if you're going to say DDT caused polio because of it was actual chemical poisoning, well, what caused it in 1915? So I started in on some research, started really looking at some stuff. And there, so right, literally like miles away from Trenton um, and in Trenton, there's this big, uh, uh, there was a site, it was called Boundbrook, uh, New Jersey, and adjacent to the uh, Raritan River, okay, the New Jersey Calco Chemical Company was founded uh, in 1915. And what did they make? Synthetic dye stuffs, Okay. And they embarked on this uh, manufacturer. They were this American chemical company. 
and they later became the American Cyanide <laughs> Calco Chemical Division. And uh, they were also dealing with fertilizers, okay, herbicides, things like that. And this was uh, founded in, started in 1915 at a site close to the town um, where they were having all of these cases crop up, okay, with polio symptoms, what we call polio. And um, it was interesting because it was always during the summer, you know, and that was kind of, it was interesting that the cases would, would get this way during the summer, but was it after that spring spring, right? Um, and so from New Jersey to Trenton, uh, 32 miles, and this river, this Raritan River, it actually emptied near Staten Island into the Atlantic Ocean. And where were the biggest cases? New York and Trenton, New Jersey, in 1915. And you know, nobody hardly ever asks, why in the world did that break out all of a sudden? You suddenly had just a few people getting kind of like paralysis and just some weird symptoms that you hadn't seen before. Remember, you had the chemical companies, late 1800s, into the early 1900s, start, start manufacturing mass food. And you started having a lot of chemicals. And, uh, and so were they effects of poisoning? Okay. And so they actually did started doing some studies because like five years later, they really started kind of, you know, kind of going after these chemical companies. And that's kind of interesting, too, because there's a whole backstory to that. I'm not going to have time to, to give you, but um, the American uh, cyanide company also got its start early 1900s by developing effective fertilizers and nitrogens and all of these things. Right. So. um so they, let's see here. So Trenton has that first really kind of bigger outbreak. And it has to be, that's the only thing that changed. Because <laughs> I looked at what changed. What changed in Trenton? What changed in New York that would have caused these kind of weird different symptoms to kind of break out into the scene? Doesn't make sense, right? Um, and so the only thing that changed during that time as a year precursor was the chemical plant. Cause really it was like the 1916 outbreak. So 1915, you got this chemical plant makes a little more sense, right? Because if DDT caused those same exact symptoms to flourish in the late forties, fifties, it had to be something pretty similar to begin but nobody's ever talking about this. Nobody says, well, what caused? What caused? What caused this? They were using nitrates to bleach flour at the time for the first time. Chemicals in our foods for mass production in the early 1900s went just crazy. And they were, they, um, and by the way, we didn't need government functions. I mean, I really do think, I mean, you, you had the law, you had lawsuits, you could have gone after certain companies for, for trying certain things or doing certain things, but we got heavy, heavy government because of this as well. And this is when the FDA, the FDA really got rolling. Now we get, always give them the hat tip for, um, you know, getting rid of the mob, you know, during the, during the twenties. But truly, I think the FDA was really cover for pharma because what I really think happened was. If you have these chemical companies and you can you can say, well, years later, you did something there, uh, you shouldn't have that, that that caused, you know, some pollution or whatever in the rivers or whatever. What are you not talking about? 
you're not talking about the whole advent of pharma. <laughs> you're not talking about all their chemical use, all the things that they were doing. Hitler couldn't have been Hitler without pharma because that's what he used in the gas chambers. Is these are the concoctions that everybody was using. Pharma plays a very big part in our lives, in our history. And I really do think it is the darkest part of our history because it affects all of us, right? All of our health. But if you have the FDA kind of throwing, you know, you're talking about the chemical they're using in bread or they're, they're talking about the chemicals flowing into the river from the chemical company I talked about in Trenton. But you're never talking about pharma. It's never attached to pharma, ever. All the dyes, all the chemicals that became pharma, it just isn't talked about. They use different things for our uh, food supply. They didn't, you know, they didn't use chemicals until, you know, the late 1800s and, and early, um, mid to late 1800s. They started inventing them and then started using them in the 1900s, right? And they used natural things, wild cucumbers and natural flowers and all kinds of different things that helped us. But now we had this pharma company, but you have to conceal the pharma company. You have to, you have to make it look like it's the best thing since sliced bread. Ironically, you have to make them look fantastic. So you can never, ever be pointing out that pharma came along and it was their chemicals that started screwing with us and our health. Right. And so they, they rushed to call it a virus because if you call it a contagious virus, you get more control and then you get to develop a vaccine program. You get to develop a vaccine program for everything. There's a lot of money to be made for pharma. If everything's a virus and everything you can call, I can develop a vaccine. Why did they put Fauci, who they gave billions and billions of dollars to him and Gates to come up with an AIDS vaccine, couldn't come up with it for 35 years, and they put him in charge of a vaccine <laughs> that they could not do, right? And they put him in charge of the invisible COVID, the COVID with 98 symptoms that has a hard time being identified. Because how could everybody have such different symptoms? Doesn't make sense, does it? Very, very interesting. So you've got flus and you've got colds, but are they caused honestly by you're just your own immune system? And that's the level of symptoms you have because it's caused not from something coming in, you know, as far as uh, contagion. But if it's caused from poisoning, there's a lot of things that actually make sense on the big picture. You know, if you were Satan... How would you how would you do that? How would you do that? Well, it'd be really great to come up with pharmacia, wouldn't it? And it'd be really great to kind of hide it uh, from ever pointing out that it's harmful and only give it praise and then control the whole medical industry training and teach them that it's all contagious virus, but not even their own chemicals are actually doing the bidding their own chemicals so pharma comes in as the solution for the problem they're creating by making even more money by creating shots. In a world of fantastic sanitation, in this day and time, we have over 90 vaccinations given now in a child's lifetime. For what? For what? You have bacteria. Bacteria can do its thing. But usually all of that is when you don't have good sanitation. Right. And some other reasons, but mostly good sanitation. Why in the world do you need a vaccine program when the whole vaccine program was built off the same companies and the same 
inventions that I think we're actually doing the bidding of the harm. But if you blame a virus, you can be the cause no one knows, and then you can offer up your your solution and have a program where uh, people are compelled to get it, compelled to get the shots. That's pretty amazing. Pretty crafty. Pretty crafty. It's, it, it's honestly, just kind of think about this over the weekend. It It actually makes a lot more sense, doesn't it? Because those particular symptoms did not come about before the chemicals that were derived by pharma that pharma ended up using, right, for pharma purposes, okay? A lot of chemicals when we started mass producing everything, too. So there were a lot of different kinds of chemicals um, being, uh, um, being implemented at the time. Did we need them? No. But it's easier to sell chemicals, isn't it, than just use things at your disposal that are more, that are safe and just sort of part of our earth. Be faithful. Be fearless. See you on Monday. The heat is here. Cooling systems.